Ladies and gentlemen, and uh, welcome to the June 13th meeting of the Redistricting Committee. Why don't we go ahead and get started? Okay, we'll do the roll call. Roman Porter? Here. Bill Camp? Here. Cyril Shaw? Here. Steve Hansen? Here. Bill Mottmans? Here. Bernard Bowler? Here. Sandra Fry Lucas? Here. Michelle Rubokava? Steve Maviglio? Here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Boy, is that a Freudian slip? <laughs> when you said Michelle Rubicava, I didn't hear her answer, and I was about to say I didn't hear her, and it came out here. I am not Steve Maviglio. Okay. For the I, record, he's absent. I promise you I'm not Steve Maviglio. <laughs> that was good. Miranda Perry? Here. Phil Pluckebaum? Here. Maya Wallace? Here. Nadia Leo Carrillo? And then, of course, our chair, Julius Cherry, who is I here. am here, Madam we, Clerk. We have a quorum. Okay, our next item then is discussion. No, we weren't. Right. The first item then for approval is the June 6, 2011 committee minutes. Your chair. We moved and seconded to approve the minutes of the June 6th meeting. All in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? Any abstentions? Ayes have it. Next item then is staff presentation. Item number two, the weekly report out of the redistricting activities. Uh, good evening, Chair and members of the committee. Scott Mindy with staff. I have a few items to cover very briefly. The first is that there were several media, media articles on redistricting. Uh, on June 9th was a map, was a, uh, an article from the News and Review written by Cosmo Garvin called Swell Maps or Swell Maps. I'm not sure where the emphasis goes. Um, and what it identified is that since mid-May, the citizen panel has been pouring over three dozen city council district maps submitted by other citizens these folks are just like your neighbors, only much, much wonkier. I liked that. And then his assessment was, so far, so good. Um, also, the um, Sacramento Press this morning had an info release essentially identifying that tomorrow uh, this committee will be reporting to the city council as a progress report at their city council meeting. Um, and then also in the media has been extensive discussion at the statewide level of the Citizens Redistricting Commission, uh, which show maps for proposed boundaries for Assembly, Senate, Congressional, and the Board of Equalization Districts. They're currently meeting to, to consider formal approval of the draft maps, and their final versions are due August 15th. Second item to cover is e-comments. They were... Uh, the committee members received uh, eight uh, e-comments. Uh, these I just learned about now were sent directly to the committee members and a note to the audience is that the public should send uh, any e-comments to staff and staff will distribute. Um, and for those eight that have been received, staff will publish these tomorrow as e-comments. So those will be made available to the public. And not, not to interrupt you, but um, let me just add emphasis. Um, if you, particularly for committee members, 
When we received those comments, if we were to reply all and make some substantive comment, we could arguably uh, be in some jeopardy of a Brown Act violation. I did receive all eight of them. I did not respond to any of them. I can assure you I've read them and digested them and understand them, but I did not hit a reply all to any of them. And I'm not sure anybody else has either. So if you're going to send those, um, we're happy to receive them and should receive them and want to receive them, but make sure they go to staff and the staff will distribute them to all of us and then we don't have any uh, Brown Act, potential Brown Act issues. Uh, my last item is uh, that we're in the home stretch. Uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m., this committee will present its progress report to the City Council. And then we essentially have four remaining meetings of this committee. We have tonight being June 13th, next week the 20th. The week following that is June 27th. And our final meeting is July 6th because of the holiday. That's on a Wednesday rather than the usual Monday. So with that said, let's make some progress. A cheering squad there. I have one comment, please. Uh, Mr. Shaw, go right ahead. Um, just want to use this as an opportunity, since you mentioned those statewide articles, to um, uh, ask that all of us in, in this room, clearly we, we care about the city on both up here in, in the audience, uh, we care about the city. We care about redistricting. And, um, you know, there's a, a draft map that, that caught my attention from the State Commission um, that divides the city of Sacramento into three different assembly districts, um, which so I, I won't state how I feel about that um, or my opinion, but I would just say it's something worth taking a look at. And um, this group is probably the most informed about, uh, about redistricting um, in the city. So, uh, so take a look at it if you have a chance. Thanks. Okay, any, any comments from committee members regarding item, that was item two, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So item three? Item three. Yeah, I just wanted to mention, oh, I did manage to see the video. Sorry I missed the meeting last week, but I thought it was helpful. And I appreciate uh, all the hard work everybody did. Thanks, Bill. Glad to be back. Well, note for the record that you reviewed our actions last week. Thank you. Okay, item three is next. It's the redistricting themes. Scott Mindy with staff. In the interest of brevity, I'll say simply that the staff report uh, is simply uh, fleshes out the PowerPoint that I gave uh, last week and identifies just in writing what I had said verbally, uh, goes over the various themes that were identified in the PowerPoint, as well as talks a little bit about some of the, uh, the criteria and explains in a little more detail um, how the criteria were arrived at and the results of those criteria. So essentially, it's a, it's a companion to item four, and, and that's all I had to say on that. Comments about item three. Okay, we have two speakers. We have two people from the public signed up to speak. First is Paul Noble and then Daniel Lapham, I believe. Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Paul Noble. I'm the president of the East Sacramento Improvement Association. 
Uh, we're Sacramento's oldest and largest neighborhood association, and I think that says something about our neighborhood, that we have a long tradition and a long history. And uh, our priorities are keep East Sac intact. Uh, and East Sacramento, I mean uh, Business 80 on the west, the UP tracks on the north and east, and the R Street light rail corridor on the south. Uh, these boundaries are recognized not only by our association, but also by the McKinley Elvis Neighborhood Association, uh, the East Sacramento Preservation Association, and the East Sac Chamber of Commerce. Our secondary priorities is that we'd like to share the same district with other areas that have strong relationships to us, and those would include River Park, Midtown, and Downtown. So basically, I'm here to speak in favor of a map that I submitted, which is map number 24 on your list, because it does all of these things. It uh, keeps uh, all those neighborhoods intact, all in the same district, and in addition, it creates three districts north of the river to accommodate for the large population growth that's occurred up there. All the districts on my map are within plus or minus 5% of the uh, ideal number, and in fact, six of the eight are much closer than that to the ideal number. I think this map preserves traditional neighborhoods like East Sacramento, River Park, Midtown, and the downtown grid, but it also respects communities of interest. Uh, for example, uh, by keeping Midtown in one district, you uh, respect the LGBT uh, committee. It is endorsed by the board of directors of the East Sacramento Improvement Association. My final remark, I'd like to point out three maps that I think are particularly bad for East Sacramento because they really split it badly, and those are maps number 3, 6, 11, 12, 30, and 31. And I'd say the worst of the dirty half dozen are probably 12 and 31 because they split us right down J Street, which is just about through the middle of the neighborhood. So that concludes my remarks. Thank you. Questions of the speaker. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mr. Shaw. I, Paul, can you just repeat the, uh, the six maps again, please? Okay. Three, six, 11, 12 with an underline. It's a really bad one. 30, and then 31, which is the other worst one. They all fragment the neighborhood rather badly, and we certainly would hate to see one of those maps adopted. Any other questions? Mr. Chair, um, so map 24 is the one you liked, is that right? Right, it's the one that I submitted. Okay. Um, so District 4, you, you, uh, moves north of the river. Right. Um, And your thinking about that was what? Um, well, it, we needed another district north of the river to accommodate all the population growth up there. And everything else, with so many of the other districts south of the river, you'd have them stringing up there in strange and unusual shapes. And so I thought that was just a better way of handling it. So you didn't have trouble with the, the strange and unusual shapes of District 7, but you did... Those I didn't change from what they are now. Right. Okay. I, I, uh,
you just picked four to stick up there because it's just a little unusual to me. We, I think of the district numbers as going, the northern districts are one and the southernmost district is eight. But you stuck four up above three instead of making that three and turning yours into four. Well, I wonder if there's a reason why you chose. Not particularly. If there is a numbering numbers. restriction, they could be renumbered. But my real point was to try to get the, the intact areas that show up on the map. All right. So District 4, well, it does have an impact because it has to do with when you stand for election. Hmm. So um, if you made District 3 up there, then District 3, then those people wouldn't have elected their person until, you know, 2014. So they would, they'd, they'd miss, they'd be without having a voice to vote. You'd be saying to them, you know, this is your district, but you don't get to elect a representative until even number districts come back around. Right? Or the District 3... I'm just trying to understand the logic of moving another district up there instead of uh, well, not, the, not honoring that notion of logic. Yeah, the, the only logic was to create three districts up there, I must admit. Okay. Yeah. So your, your goal was to create three districts north of the river. Right. And you did that. Okay. Member Plekabon. Thank you. I'm sorry. Okay. Member Plekabon. Uh, Member Camp, I think the issues of uh, district numbering and district location are separate. And I, what I don't know is if district numbering is something this advisory committee will weigh in on or if that will be a decision left to the council. I, I'm, I, don't, I, have, I have no knowledge we're charged in uh, weighing in on district numbering. I don't know. We, I can certainly, certainly ask that question. Mem Member Hansen. Uh, just to that point, I know for the state, they're supposed to number north to south and then east to west or west to east. So I don't know if we want to adopt a similar thing or recommend to the council a certain numbering scheme. But to Bill um, Member Camp's point, it does have a big impact on the city. So right now, what you call District 3 would probably actually be District 4 in mm -hmm. a north to south numbering. Mm -hmm. um, but I do have a couple of separate questions for you. One is about um, particularly, I think it's Sierra Oaks. Um, I don't have my neighborhood map in front of me, but the eastern part of this um, mm -hmm. that's connected to District 2 that's currently in District 6. Um, and then also the, the split of uh, Oak Park, um, I guess, is a second question. So can you explain to me why... Um, you decided to sort of make this finger out to grab um, Sarah Oaks and Campus Commons, College College Glen, excuse me, because uh, it, it, it looks a little weird to, to me, and I'd just like to hear some of your thinking on it. One, one must confess that you have to do a little bookkeeping at times. A little what? A little bookkeeping. Bookkeeping, okay. Right. Mm -hmm. to, to make the numbers uh, more even. Um, so you put them in the ledger with North Sacramento rather than the ledger with Tahoe Park or East Sac. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, if, if I put them in what I'm calling District 3 on my map, it would have been too big. Okay. Um, and that's a good next question because the standard deviation of this map is technically over what's constitutionally allowed. It's more than 10%. And we've had a lot of discussions about whether to keep the map for that reason. Um, so if we, going forward, do retain it, um, for 
for whatever purpose, how would you recommend that we move population in order to do what your intent is, but also meet our constitutional challenge of one person, one vote? Now, to be honest, I hadn't thought of alternatives. Okay. Um, I, thank you. Mr. Chair, I hadn't quite finished if I might. Go ahead. So let me just go back to try to understand. So it's okay to take District 4 and have it go from North Highlands down to, I guess where it is this, down south of Highway 50. But it's not okay to do that with District 3. You said you didn't like some map because well, it strung it out. And, but this map for, takes District 2, I mean, and, and goes from McClellan Air Force Base down to almost Rosemont. And I just didn't understand why that was okay to do that to that district, but it wasn't okay to do District 3. Well, I'm, I'm just expressing our priorities, that we're trying to maintain our okay. traditional neighborhood. You're not asking us to adopt those priorities, though. Well, sure, but uh, that's Well, I know, but I mean, you know, that's, no. <laughs> you know, just, but, but from looking at, not trying to be disagreeable, I'm just saying I'm just trying to understand the principle you articulated was you didn't like some of these other maps because they took it, stretched it out, but it's okay to do that with District 2. And it didn't make sense to me why it's okay to do that to one area but not to another. And I was just trying to ask, did you see any, any challenge to the position you've taken? Well, I see you're challenging it, but uh, you know, that's... Uh, well, I'm asking you to be consistent. I'm just saying it looks like it's not. And I'm just asking, is there something I don't understand? That's up to you. I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, that's a rhetorical question, if you ask. Beg pardon? I believe that's a rhetorical question, we yeah. call that. Why don't, why don't we? Okay. <laughs> I, I just didn't understand. What I heard you saying was you didn't like the idea of the way some of these maps are drawn District 3, but it looked to me like District 4 was kind of weird looking. Okay. Okay. Well, District 2. Right? Member Shaw. Uh, Thank you, and hopefully this will offer um, some clarification um, with the discussion that just, we just had recently, um, just a moment ago. I think, in, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that the negative that you saw in the maps that you mentioned is that it broke up an, an established neighborhood. Yeah, um, very much so. And I believe what I heard from Member Camp is the idea of displacing an incumbent to govern an area where that person today may not may not live and i so and lastly i would say that you could number these anyway you could call it one two three four or you could go one two th you know they could be numbered in any fashion um, I don't think that's an issue, um, but I think that if I heard you correctly, the distinction is don't break up, keep East Sacramento intact, right. and this does, um, and three districts north of the river because the, all the growth that's happened there, that's, that's how, in your mind, how it has to be done. Right. Okay. Thanks for the clarification. Um, next speaker. Unless we have questions from other members. Okay, Daniel. 
Well, I had a slightly longer comments, but given the discussion that just took place, I'll keep this quite brief. Um, I'm here today to speak for East Sacramento. I'm a member of the East Sacramento Board Association and feel very strongly that I'm concerned with a, a number of the redistricting plans that would divide East Sacramento, which is a very uh, tight-knit uh, neighborhood, and that I think it would be a travesty to divide East Sacramento in, in any of these maps that are being, uh, that are before the commission. That's it, unless you have any questions of me. Could I, could I ask a quick question? You certainly may. So I'm trying to just understand what the goal of the neighborhood is. I, there's a lot presented in the map, but the primary concern is that it not be split, right? And Absolutely. everything else is secondary to that or tertiary? It's secondary to, to, uh, to the association, yes. Okay. So what you're telling us is most important is that ESAC should be maintained as an integral whole. Yes. Okay. And council representation. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I have a question for you, clarification for myself. Yes, sir. The gentleman who just spoke um, indicated that I believe he was the president, if I've got it wrong, correct me, someone, of which association? Uh, the East Sacramento Improvement Association. And you are, you, are, you are speaking for what association? I'm a board member on the same association. Oh, on the same association? Yes. Okay. That's why I wanted to make sure we, we have two different associations here. No, and so right. he also, the prior speaker also said your number one priority, you had other priorities, but your number one priority was keep East Sacramento intact, which I believe Member yes, Hanson just to expand upon that, um, I think River Park is a, an integral part of East Sacramento, and I would prefer to see uh, Midtown and Downtown all in one representation, council representation. But we know that's not part of East Sacramento, is it? No, it's not. And that is my priority, is keeping East Sacramento together. Okay. Um, and, and you... I believe the prior speaker also said, since you're with the same organization, that he thought Map 24 was a map that he liked. In fact, he was questioned um, quite a bit by Member Camp. Um, and did I understand you to say, and this is just for my clarification, that you didn't see any map you liked, or were you also supportive no, just, of Map 24? <laughs> just that I was concerned with uh, several of the maps that do specifically break up. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thanks. I didn't come with the list of uh, ones to recommend or, or to disallow. Uh, but my primary concern is the that East Sacramento not be divided. Understood. Thank you. Uh, so looks like we have another speaker on this item. Daryl Roberts. Mr. Chair, committee members, uh, Daryl Roberts, Chairman of African American Leadership Coalition. I, uh, I chose to stand at this point to just address the uh, concerns that one of your members and someone else has raised regarding um, MAP 31. One of the things we tried, I, I, we had no intention of tearing up any other neighborhood. Our concerns were to make sure that what we saw as Oak Park, Meadowview, and Del Paso Heights traditional African-American communities would stay intact. Secondly, and, and continue to, we'll continue to raise these points, whether Map 31 is one of those maps tonight or not, but we feel like it should be, that the concerns that we raise be continued throughout the discussion, 
but also that uh, as we looked at a potential District 2 coalition between African American and Latino coalition, Southeast Asian uh, coalition, uh, north of the river primarily, which is below uh, District 1, that we continue to have that discussion and it be part of the priorities you adopt and you look at as important. Um, I'm not, not exactly sure where we missed the ball, where we missed the point for you, but if we did, it is our intention to continue to talk about those three communities as well as the fourth community as a potential uh, new district or a district that would uh, have a different configuration. Thank you. Darrell, can I ask a question? You made a reference, I thought, to Map 31. Is that right? Right. And it was your view that Map 31 did not divide Meadowview? True. Okay. And uh, it, it, I must be looking at the wrong Meadowview map. Am I saying 31 or 30? Yeah, 31. We had a discussion about this. I must have it. it looked to me like Map, map 31 does divide Meadowview. Mem yeah, we had a discussion last week, Member. I don't know, sorry. Right. But, but hang on sure, a second. Sure. It doesn't. I'm sorry. Say it, it again. Does. It does not. It, not the population map, of Meadowview. Map 31 but, is up on the screen now, so we we don't have to debate it. We can look. Yeah. So I, it, it divides Meadowview and Valley High, right? Uh, no, that's actually pretty close to where it is now. Map 31? Yes. It? No, I understand it's as close to where it is now. I'm trying mm -hmm. to ask. It's, it's the difference it between It looks to me like it divides it, and I'm not it didn't. We, we, It was not into our intentions to divide it. it. It's the difference between the city neighborhood map and where the people are. We had a discussion last week about Delta Shores, which is the southern part right. of that Meadowview block. There's no one that lives there. It hasn't been developed. And the people of Meadowview are in the north part, and that's what I think they're they're keeping together with District 8. The only thing this does, it looks like it puts Delta Shores in, in 7, and but it doesn't, and it doesn't divide Meadowview. Right. Yeah. It right. definitely that's does not point. divide Meadowview. That's the point. And I, think that's I understand that's where it is right now. I'm trying to figure out the, the principle that you're articulating, because I thought that's what you were saying. No, it was not to divide Meadowview. Huh? Not to divide Meadowview. <laughs> Our intentions were not to divide Meadowview. You guys are on the same page. He does yeah. not want to divide Meadowview. Okay. Okay. But it does divide Laguna, Valley Island, Laguna. Mm -hmm. It does. That is, it probably it does. does. Okay. Okay. And it's okay to divide Laguna, but it not, but not Meadowview, and there was a reason for that was? Um, we felt that the map we offered you was an example of what we saw as the, strong, the strongest part of our community, and we kept, and we kept it in uh, District 8. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Those are, those are all the speakers for Item 3, unless we have Member Shaw. Thanks. Um, I just related to uh, Mr. Um, to Roberts' um, comments is that I noticed on, and as many of you know, we were asked to submit 10 maps um, or 10, the numbers for 10 maps that we felt could be eliminated, this, our, our committee. And I noticed that um, I'm, I'm the only member who had the map that um, we were just referring to, 31 down, as in, in my bottom 10 um, during this first round. And the reason behind that is that uh, it does split East Sacramento right, right, down, right down the middle. So if there were some way 
to work with um, the neighborhood leaders that happen to be here tonight um, to, to kind of get that issue worked out, it would be much more palatable for me. Thank you. Okay, again, um, the last speaker on item three. Other, other um, comments from committee members? Item four. Item four is the revised redistricting plan matrix. Hello, I'm just here to let you know that your matrix was revised as our discussion last week, and if there are any questions, ask them. Now, are, are we talking about the matrix we have in front of us? Oh, last week's. So this is just to add a few columns and remove one of the columns, and we made a few minor corrections and clarifications. And uh, this was part of your staff packet that was uh, distributed last week. Okay. Comments from committee members on the revised matrix. Um, on uh, map 30, it was the only one I saw that had a notation that it didn't meet and integrity. Um, and I, I raised that question with Scott, saying, Scott, what, what, what is the, what's the problem with 30? And did you and Scott, did you have some information on the failure of MAP 30 to meet the, that standard? Yeah, I would say that um, it was, there were several minor contiguity issues in the map about a dozen or so, and so that when staff first looked at that, they thought that there was that it could have been intentional. They weren't sure, but on second look this afternoon, I think that they were unintentional contiguity errors and just not non-selection of particular blocks. So they're just errors in the selection process, I think, in the map submission. So, so in order to correct those errors. What would be the appropriate way to do that? Well, I think if that map moves forward or in this process, that this committee could direct staff to clean up what are what appear to be errors in the submission process. Okay, thank you. Speakers on item four. Member uh, Perry. Um. For the new matrix, the LGBT column, I felt like I was disagreeing with the staff's assessment pretty often. Did any other committee members find that to be true? Okay. Um, a work in progress. Okay. So I wasn't the only one that felt disagreement with that column. Okay. So you, I'm not sure um, what you... Several of the maps are marked as, no, the map does not keep the community of interest intact. And I felt like in some of the maps that were marked that way did keep a majority of what I understand to be the community of interest intact. The expanded community of interest or the, so, so, the, so the column that is, the, that is marked explicitly as LGBT is this expanded area. And then because there were several um, that testified for the community of interest that was the central city, which also coincided with the LGBT 
um, community of interest. We left that column as separate and not just exclusively as LGBT. So the um, the column that says LGBT right now is the expanded area. So we have two communities of interest for the LGBT. I think map one is probably one of the best examples since it does sort of creep down into Curtis Park. I felt like almost a majority of the expanded map was included in that District 5. Could I, could I, contribute? I think that the challenge is the same challenge we have on all the communities of interest, is there's no map that can do them all perfectly. So it's a gradation between yes and no that's missing. We don't have a sort of, or like a, 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 you know, whatever the middle ground is. So I think that's the problem is it's just binary. And for all these maps, it's really hard to assign a yes or a no on all of them. So I think uh, we have enough information. But the matrix is helpful, but it's not everything. Other comments regarding this item? Speakers on item four. We have no speakers on item four. Okay. Um, some of you may know by now, are there copies of the what we've received tonight uh, there for the public to look at? Um, are we able to put this up on the screen? We can uh, use the overhead. And if not, we can use the overhead. But what I, what I was going to ask of um, the committee, I started this. I should have waited to ask the committee first. <laughs> what, what's being passed out now for members of the public and those that are watching on the Internet is a um, spreadsheet, if you will, of the uh, information, uh, a co compilation of the information whereby committee members submitted before noon today their top ten list of maps that um, we felt should be removed from consideration for, to go forward to the council as a recommendation. First, uh, I'd like to clarify that once this the staff report is submitted or the final report from this committee, uh, the recommendation to the city council, all the maps will be provided to council members. So all 39 maps that were submitted, even the ones that we cut the first day because they were so far out of uh, meeting any of the criteria that we couldn't even uh, in good conscience, consider um, recommend them to the council. They will all be submitted. So when we say remove, please note that we are saying remove from this body's decision to recommend that particular map to the council. But that map, the council will see it, and the members of the public will have an opportunity to uh, tell the council why we got it wrong if they feel that we got it wrong. So let me just clarify that. The other thing I wanted to ask of the committee members is, since we've seen now for the first time the compilation of our um, of our votes, if you will, or our ideas of what our top ten maps that we thought we would be able to eliminate tonight, um, do we want a five-minute recess? Does anybody need more time to study this before we discuss it? The, uh, com the citizens have a copy of it now, at least those are in the audience do. Um, I've had a chance to look at it while I'm trying to help run the meeting. But do we do we need five minutes to look at it, or are we ready to move forward? Is that I'm seeing nods. What what's the yeah, will I, of the body? I, 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 my, I'm comfortable with us having somebody making a motion. I'll be glad to, but so that we can begin the discussion. Maybe if people say, "Listen, I, I want more time to think about this." No, I didn't mean to think about. it. I mean to just to digest this. Does anybody need? We just people just saw it. 
Does anybody need more? I mean, it's pretty clear. It's colorful, and you can tell where the votes fell down, and I can move forward. But I, I wanted to be respectful of everybody's having an opportunity while they're trying to listen to the debate and question folks that they had a chance to look at it, uh, see where your votes fell, et cetera. Uh, Member Bowler? I would like to have five minutes. Okay. I mean, as a courtesy, I'd, I'm sure that uh, your committee members are granted five minutes. I would take sure. five minutes as well. Um, Go ahead. Can I just, uh, if we're going to take a recess, let me let me just briefly explain what what everybody's looking at. Please. And then um, before we take a our break. So on the uh, on the document that you have before you on the dais is a um, summary of the votes that were received by noon today from the committee members. The um, those in orange at the bottom of the first page are those that received more than fifty percent of the body's vote, basically. So you can see on the column on the far right, that's the total number of votes that were received to be removed. And uh, that's there are between nine and 12 total votes for each one of those plans that are identified. Those just above that are either 50% or close to it. So seven total votes and six total votes. And then those in green, just above that, received four votes. And obviously those in white received a lot less, and we can see obviously that there are two that didn't receive any votes for elimination. That's correct. The second page is, uh, so this is sorted by the total votes that a plan received to be removed. And then the second page that you have before you is sorted by the plan number. So if you're some... It's easier sometimes to reference them that way. So they're sequentially in plan number on the left-hand side on the second page that you have. Same information. I like page one. <laughs> easier for me to read. So with, with that, um, if there are not questions from committee members, we're going to take a five-minute recess and give people an opportunity to take a look at this, and we'll debate it when we come back. We're adjourned for five minutes.
Okay, folks, staff, if we could reconvene. Hopefully, um, everybody who wants a, um, I guess I'm calling this a matrix. What did we didn't call this a matrix. We called this a, uh, a spreadsheet. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, we call this, hopefully everybody who uh, wants one has one. And also, before um, we have debate from committee members, I want to have staff do a, just a tiny bit more explanation. Um, I'm sure it's clear to most everybody, but one more time. Okay. Um, so just as in summary, the first page of the document is uh, sorted by total, and that's on the far right-hand side, uh, votes that was received for um, possible um, setting aside of these plans. The um, reads up from the bottom, so those in orange are received more than 50% of the body's votes. Those in uh, yellow receive 50% or close to, and those in green receive four votes. And um, I can read up from the bottom just for those at home or somebody who doesn't have a copy of the document, those in orange before your discussion. So um, at the very bottom of the list, um, plan number 21 received 12 votes. Plan number 7 received 12 votes. Plan number 28 received 11 votes. Plan number 25 received 10 votes. And plans number 29, 19, 18, 13, and 4 received 9 votes. And just for clarification, particularly for those who may be watching on the Internet, when she says received a number of votes, votes for removal or to not be moved forward to recommend, recommend it to council. So it's our, it's the sort of, it was the top ten that we will not um, recommend to council. And with that, um, I invite comments from committee members. Oh, you know what, I think Wallace was up first. You finally got in. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Chair Cherry. Um, I just wanted, I noted tonight and in other uh, meetings that a lot of communities have come and indicated that their map submission reflects their priorities. And I want to clarify that we are or are we not going to um, wholesale eliminate these maps when they do, when a community member has indicated to us that they reflect a priority that they want preserved, that we can carry that priority forward, whether or not we carry the whole map that they submitted forward. Well, I guess what I, what, I don't know why everybody's looking at me, but my, my response <laughs> to your comment would be that I don't think any of the maps are perfect. And I'm, my votes are clear here. I'm, I'm not hiding behind any of them. We can see which maps I agree to uh, eliminate from my top ten. I'm not sure that the map that we ultimately recommend to council or two or three or whatever it is is necessarily on this page. I think that they can be tweaked if that answers your question. Um, and so um, my, for my own personal analysis over the weekend, looking at and picking ten that I'll be willing, at least in the first round, to say we remove from consideration the council, and again with the caveat that council will get all 39 maps, but I, I think everybody realizes that we can't submit all 39 maps. We can't even submit 20 maps or seven maps. I think we have a responsibility as committee members to give the council our top two or three recommendations. And again, whether it's on this page exactly as it is, or whether it's on this page 90% and can be 
um, tweaked to the point that we what we're trying to do is collectively build a consensus from the now today 13 of us. Um, that that's what I'm trying to do. So I no, I don't think that if you eliminate a map, that there's not another map that you couldn't tweak or whatever to to try to get to where where we think encompasses the majority of everyone's um, priorities. That, that's what I wanted to clarify. Thank you. <laughs> Comments from other members. Member Member Bowler. Yes, uh, my point was the same one as as uh, the Maya made, which is when I looked at at the review, I did not put a yes on any one of the maps, and I put no and workable. And as far as I'm concerned, workable along the themes and along the ideas. And I was glad to hear the chairman say that they're going to see all 30-plus maps, so they'll see everything. What I saw our process and what I tried to do over the last few weeks, which is to really see which ones I thought represents as many of the themes as I can, and that's probably three of, from my estimation, it's three or four, and then we'll pass that on to the council, and the council then will take, these are the three or four we worked as a team, but here are some themes, and here are some things, and it's up to you to really, you know, work those themes in, because you're the final decision makers. So I never saw a perfect, and that's what I was going to just share with, with the public is, I, I think, I. I see a feeling thinking we're going to come down to that one perfect and that their ideas will be not heard, and that's not the case. Uh, I've heard all the, we've all heard all the ideas. The question is, which one is, is a consensus that can be worked by the council so that we can get as close as possible to remembering uh, the tradition of the neighborhoods, the interest groups, uh, the geography, uh, a little bit about the incumbency would be foolish not to recognize that's important, especially the decision makers. But and then to make sure that we recognize where the growth is going, even though that's not one of the key things. That's a future. You can't ignore it. And so hopefully we'll have representative sampling, and that will help them. Because coming from 37 to whatever we come to, we've done a lot of work for them. But it's still up to them to look at everything. So that's my thought, Mr. Chairman. Yes. Um, Roman, did you? Have? Thank you. Just quickly, um, I, I wanted to express my appreciation to staff um, because you know I, I missed the meeting last week, but prior to that, a lot of what we dialogued about is putting together um, a matrix that you know presented something more than just our um, random thoughts as to how we should go about doing this and to have some more objective measures in doing that. And I think you've done a very good job of putting that together and presenting it in a way to where the body then could go back and take a look at it and see some of those important themes, as uh, Member Bowler was talking about, and articulate that in a way that the community sees that there is a very good process that's being established here and that's being worked out and that it's not just a random um, group of individuals who get in a back room and say, yeah, let's do it this way. Um, so before we have any votes tonight, I just wanted to articulate that and um, relay my appreciation. And let me just say there are no back rooms. <laughs> we, we, we're a volunteer committee. Maybe we don't have a back room. Uh, member Rubakava. Mr. Chair, I'd like to make a motion, if appropriate, to maybe take a vote on all the maps that are in the orange um, to remove those from consideration. I think arguably if I took up map four, I would get nine no votes on it. 
and uh, so on and so forth. Can you repeat the motion? I'm a little bit. I don't know if everybody heard the motion. Your voice is a little quiet, so why don't you? I didn't hear it clearly. Oh, I'm sorry. I'd like to make a motion to remove the maps that are in the orange column from consideration. Okay. And it was seconded by Member Bowler. We have debate. I just have a comment to carry forward some of the things that were said. I. I want to acknowledge the staff because in today's packet, there's something that's pretty incredible for us, and we haven't actually talked about it yet. It's the um, redistricting themes, item number three. It's a compilation of all the testimony we've received. At least I hope it's all the testimony. If the public or the committee sees things that are missing there, um, hopefully we can uh, get that included. But it's a tremendous amount of work to reflect all those things that both came in on the maps um, and came in through public comment, both written and oral. And I just want to thank um, Scott and Maria and whoever else worked on that for doing it because it's tremendously helpful in understanding not just these maps, but what we might end up recommending to the council. And I think with that, um, I do hope that while we have no perfect maps, we can start to identify those themes and make decisions on the themes because they will guide uh, uh, the council decision and while we're working towards those themes through this elimination process, none of these maps will fully please everyone. And I think that's the biggest challenge is your understanding that we're doing our best to try to meet our goal of equal population, um, making sure communities of interest aren't um, diluted, and that we've met the city council's charge to us. And it's not been easy because you all have very valid points and you've uh, made very coherent arguments to us, but at the end of the day, we do have to make these decisions. So um, we need your confidence and um, continued work with us in this process. Other members? Okay, we have a couple speakers on this item before we take a vote. Okay, I have four, and I think there's one more coming up. The first is Devin Lavelle, and then Vanessa Kahina, is that correct? Uh, good evening, uh, members of the committee. Thank you for your time tonight. I'm here to speak on favor of the map that I submitted, uh, map 14. I certainly sympathize with the idea that there are no perfect maps. My map is by no means perfect itself. Um, just a few couple criticisms. Can you, can you just say member, please? Did you say 14. Map, map 14? 14, yes. Mm -hmm. It's not in consideration at the moment for being eliminated. Did you, uh, is that you? She called me up now. I'm okay, I thought you wanted this, uh, for this item. I'm sorry. Go, I'm, I if apologize. you want me to talk later, that would probably no, makes sense. Go, go right ahead. I apologize. Okay. I thought, sit down, Mr. Chair, you're winning. That's what a <laughs> judge told me that one time. Sit down, Mr. Chair, you're winning. <laughs> go, that's the true story. Sorry. Go right ahead. I apologize for interrupting you. Not a problem. Um, a couple of criticisms that I've come up with since submitting it is that uh, the numbers of five and seven should probably be switched just to respect what's going on right now. And uh, the three districts that kind of have a, have a role in South Natomas could probably be a bit more artfully drawn to respect those neighborhoods a little bit more. Um, it's, it's really a challenge to do this well. There, the, the fact that there's roughly two and three quarters districts worth of population north of the river and then two pretty important and very distinct neighborhoods between um, 
kind of forming a border between the northern part of Sacramento and the southern part of Sacramento make it a real, real challenge to respect all, all the neighborhoods while, while doing what needs to be done. Um, as a resident of Midtown and uh, Boulevard Park, keeping the grid together as one district is very important to me. Um, I, I think that when you separate the, the actual people who live in the grid into different districts as they are now, we are just a minority in those three districts, and while I have no particular criticisms about any of those members, I don't think that we could ever be their priorities when most of their, dis their citizens live in East Sacramento or Natomas or Land Park. Um, it's also abs just critical that you draw districts that, when you look at them on the map, they, they pass the smell test. They, it's like, yeah, that's more or less rational. Like what, we're, what we have right now in District 7 doesn't pass that smell test. And then, of course, protecting the communities of interest and making sure that the, the people that live in a district, when you bring together a couple of different communities, are as similar as possible so that that district can really represent them and it's not a us versus them as so often can be the case. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Vanessa Mr. and Jim, can I ask a question? I'm sorry. Sure. We have a question for you. I apologize. I'm intrigued with your definition of the smell test. <laughs> so could you help how, me? How did I know that was going to be the case? <laughs> <laughs> help me understand how uh, District 3 passes the smell test. I believe you know it when you smell it. <laughs> I, you know, I agree that it's imperfect. I agree that it is imperfect. It, it, uh, there is a little bit of an odor going with coming, creeping down from North Islands there, but... Like I was saying, there there is no perfect way of of doing that. I I if, yeah. The, I, I, I think, I, I, think I did a pretty good job with the southern districts. I think a better job could probably be done with the northern districts, but I think it's pretty good. So it passes a smells test in some parts of the city, but not in others. Is that a a reasonable? Uh, Perspective? Sure. Okay. Thank you. Any other questions by members? Thank you. Okay, now Vanessa and then uh, Raquel Cemental. Good evening, Mr. Chair and members. My name is Vanessa Kahina. I'm the president of the Latino Democratic Club and a council member in uh, District 3. We came here initially with the goal tonight of maybe supporting some specific maps. I believe you all got emails to that effect. However, in looking at the matrix uh, this evening, when we see the maps that are in blue, we believe that they are all representative of maintaining a Latino community of interest, which is in particular our interest as a Latino Democratic Club, in particular the South Natomas area and and the area around the finger area. So with that, we would, uh, s excuse me, support the motion of uh, Commissioner Rubalcava and ask you to move on it. Did, did I understand you to say you were the council member in District 3? No, I am not the council member of District 3. I'm a resident of the council member of District 3. Oh, thank you. Because <laughs> I know the council member of District 3. <laughs> and please do send him my apologies for misrepresenting myself. <laughs> Thank, thank you for your support. Okay, following Raquel then will be David Diepenbrock. 
Good evening, Chair and Commissioners. I just want to reiterate what uh, Vanessa has said. Um, I am a resident of City Council District 3 as well. I am not the council member. Um, I also in support of the motion um, to go ahead and remove the uh, maps that are in orange. Again, to reiterate um, what Vanessa said, um, there are some maps that do um, a good job and others that don't do a good job of keeping the Latino communities of interest. And indeed, these maps in orange, um, I believe, um, along with others in the Latino community, it does not do a good job of keeping our communities intact. And for that reason, I would um, ask that you support the motion to move forward and eliminate those maps in orange. Thank you. Member Hatch. Uh, Ms. Simmental. Sounds like you have a question. I have a question for you. Um, thank you very much for your correspondence over the weekend. And I should have asked Vanessa this, but she got away before I remembered. So next time, Vanessa. Um, map 27 uh, map that you emailed us about. When I looked at the community of interest map that was submitted, um, map 20 for the Latino community, yes, I didn't understand the inclusion of map 27 on your list that you emailed us about. And I believe those comments are going to be posted for the public tomorrow as part of an e-comment um, posting. But if you could just speak to that a little bit, because um, as I was comparing them, it seemed like Map 27 actually cut the southern community of interest exactly in half. Can we um, pull up Map 27 because unfortunately yeah, it's, it's I... Up to, it's, it's on the screen I'm sorry, right that's now. it? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I just thought maybe you could speak to that. I know it's not before us now, but we're lucky to have you here, and it's still fresh in my mind. So, um, And yes. then the, the north part, too, seems to be a little bit um, um, also... Well, um, could we pull up the map that has the neighborhoods in it so I can see it? So the litmus test for the, let me just preface with the litmus yeah. test of how the Latino community arrived to its maps that it's a priority that we are supporting is the, and you guys heard this over and over, is keeping the communities of um, South Natomas um, and Northgate together as well as the communities of Oak Park. And I see through your matrix you further, and I want to actually commend the staff for um, not only breaking down Latino South, but Latino North. Um, according to your matrix, or the matrix that was provided by staff, uh, Latino North is kept, I'm sorry, Latino North is not, um, nor is Latino South, but I think uh, we discussed or it was mentioned earlier that um, what appears to be what staff is looking at, it may not necessarily be, and you referred that to the LGBT. Um, Commissioner Perry said there are, were some that look to not keep LGBT together, but indeed in her perspective it was. And I would say that probably Map 27 um, is that case as well with the Latinos, that um, while it appears that to staff it does not keep the communities together, we believe that it does. Can we zoom in on that, please? To the north. To the north. So, can, Commissioner Hansen, could you tell me exactly what you feel, I guess, contradicts? 
Well, we why we're in support of it in, in yeah, and, and maybe this isn't the right forum because we'll be coming back to those maps sure. probably in the sequential weeks. So maybe in the intervening time, you could just provide us with some more data on how it matches. But I took the, the map that was submitted, the map 20, the community of interest map, and overlaid it. And it seemed to be, um, what, I'm sorry. Yeah, it seemed to be incongruent, I guess is the word that I would use with what you had told us the community was interested in. Sure. So, you know, we don't have to figure it out now. Sure. I just thought I would I would let you know and right. we can we can continue the conversation right. in the future weeks. Yeah, I mean just to to conclude, I would say that we are not we the Latino community are not wedded to the maps that we listed in that email. Um, what they are is a good starting point and do a better job. So Perhaps, I mean, I would assume, well, when you overlay them, I think that's, that's where the incongruency comes, is that it's not the perfect map, it's not our map 20, but it does a better job than others um, and perhaps could be used as a starting point. That's Thank all. You. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. David. And then the following David is Brian Rivas. Good evening, uh, Chairman Cherry and committee members. My name is David Diepenbrock. I live in East Sacramento. I'm also on the East Sacramento Improvement Association Board. And I'm here to uh, support the pending motion uh, to remove the, uh, the ones that are in the maps that are in orange on the list. Uh, also uh, would like to support uh, Paul Noble's uh, critique of uh, the half dozen that would divide uh, East Sacramento. Uh, and if you didn't have it already in your notes, that's maps 3, 6, 11, 12, 30, and 31. Uh, would just, uh, as far as your, your, your themes, I would strongly urge you to maintain uh, the integrity of existing neighborhoods. And, and I would say that East Sacramento it certainly is an existing neighborhood. It is a, a, strong, uh, a strong neighborhood, and, and the orientation is not is north to south uh, from Highway 50 all the way to the river. Um, and it also makes a lot of sense to think of it as extending into uh, Midtown uh, by virtue of it being an extension of the grid. Uh, traffic moves along J, Folsom, H, uh, and we're impacted uh, in East Sacramento by what happens in Midtown and Downtown. So there is some logic to thinking about East Sacramento as fitting into uh, that larger uh, district uh, in expanding in that direction. So uh, again, um, thank you for your time, your efforts. I know it's, an, it's a difficult task to pick a perfect map. There may not be one, uh, but we urge you to maintain the integrity of uh, existing neighborhoods. Questions for David? Mr. Uh, David, uh, Bill Camp. Um, so we heard pretty clearly earlier, I thought, that people said, listen, our focus is maintaining this neighborhood. I keep hearing people repeat these maps that don't maintain the neighborhood, and I keep hearing the members of our committee saying, well, we can make adjustments. So I, I just want to make sure I'm clear about your point. Is it we want to protect East Sacramento, and if you have to take one of these maps you just listed that didn't do that and make the adjustment, you would not uh, throw them in that category. Is that correct? Well, if I understand your question, are you, are you saying that if those maps uh, that I listed were adjusted to correct our main complaint about them, if, if, you, if you could uh, 
revise those maps in such a way that you maintain East Sacramento as an integral uh, unit as it currently is with District 3, then we would support you using elements of those maps. But I'm not sure how you do that. Well, you just change the boundaries. But to the extent that I mean, we're, we're, I think we've been clear, or at least I've heard significant conversation on the committee, that we're not picking a map to send to the city council. We're picking some maps to work with to identify how we might change them that we would be comfortable submitting to the city council. And I, are you disagreeing with that? We're not, we're not sitting down and saying, okay, we're going to pick one of these maps. We're going to pick some maps and talk about how we might tinker with it. Yeah, I understand that to be your objective. And, I, and I'm simply saying to the, reiterating what has been said already, that to the extent you are moving forward or choose to move forward with those maps that I've listed, that you make sure to ex, uh, adjust them such that they, uh, you, they're correcting our main concern. And your main concern is East Sacramento? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, we have one more speaker, and then I think we can uh, take up our motion. Mr. Chairman and members, our commissioners, my name is Brian Rivas, and I'm a resident of Council District 1. I'm also a member of the Sacramento County Board of Education, and I just wanted to reiterate um, as uh, uh, an active member of the Latino community that uh, I support the motion that was made by Commissioner Rubicalva, and I want to thank you for listening to us, and it's important that, um, that we have an opportunity to provide input and ask you to consider, to continue to consider the Latino communities of interest. And at this, at this stage, I think that um, it's not as important to focus on particular maps as it is to focus on the concerns of the communities of interest that have been identified. So I wanted to express my support and let you know that several of us in the community want to collaborate and be as helpful as possible. Thank you. Questions to the speaker? Okay, we have one more speaker. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, Mr. Porter. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, just quickly, and not necessarily directed at you, but um, generally to the Latino community that's been good enough to provide some um, commentary, both in email and uh, by coming here before us today, that the emails that we received identified a number of maps, just as um, representatives from ESAC came up and identified maps that they thought didn't reflect their community's interests very well. The Latino community identified maps that they thought represented their interests particularly well. One of the things I think moving forward, once we get more into the meat of those maps that you don't have this uh, large agreement um, that should be removed, is going to be, a, I think, a greater articulation of why certain maps represent the Latino community um, in the way that you think they should be moved forward with. So that would be something that I would hope, and I think the other committee members would hope, that as we advance this discussion, you can have some more detailed um, explanations as to why those boundaries are um, more preferable to your community. Yeah. Thank you. That's a great suggestion, and, um, and we'll work on refining our rationale for the recommendations that we provide you. Thank you. Okay, we do have one more speaker. Benjamin Phillips Lasagnana. Oh, I'm sorry. We had a comment from uh, Member Shaw. Thank you. It's not a question. You can sit down and just have a comment. Um, you can come on up. 
<laughs> you, you were just making a comment, right? Yes, I was telling the exactly. speaker he could come up and get sure. settled in. Um, I guess the comment is, is that um, because we, we did have uh, quite a bit of testimony from um, the uh, Latino Redistricting Committee, um, and we've had quite a bit of testimony from uh, members of East Sacramento, um, I just found, I found it interesting that the positive maps that were highlighted by the Latino Committee um, does not include any of the negative maps that ESAC pre presented. So it seems that the, the maps that the Latino Committee is in favor of all keep East Sacramento intact. So I just want to point that out for the record and, and encourage both groups to work together going forward because it looks like there's some, some commonality there. Thank you. Finding common ground. That's great. <laughs> Go right ahead. Good evening, committee. Thank you so much for your time and uh, your uh, contributions towards this effort. I'm speaking as a private citizen and also as uh, the map maker of submitted uh, number 12. And I'd like to formally withdraw my map. You'd like to formally withdraw map number 12? Yes. Okay. Uh, after hearing the um, testimony from uh, the concerned citizens from East Sac, uh, I would respectfully withdraw, request that to be withdrawn. Okay. Doesn't mean we won't consider it, but we just heard his yes. request to, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll deal with that how we deal with okay. it. This may help with the debate ben, or make it easier. Ben, can I ask you a quick question? Other than the issues around East Sacramento, is there anything in particular you wanted us to pay attention to on Map 12 that you were trying to bring out? Well, as, as an individual, not representing any other organization, um, I was um, focused on maintaining uh, a central core for the city of Sacramento. Um, with Midtown as well as with uh, downtown proper. And in this case, it just so happened that it was attached to um, Curtis Park and all of Oak Park, North, Central, and South. Um, and because of the numbers and the way that the, the numbers were needing for deviation purposes, um, arbitrarily as the map maker, I saw J Street as a definitive line uh, however, I've never been a resident of ESAC, so I, I had no consideration for perhaps the folks that do business in that area at the time. Um, so that's where I was trying to make District 5 whole with the 58,000 plus that was being required for a district. Um, otherwise, as far as the way that the map itself was submitted, the focus was, again, to take in part the um, considerations for physical boundaries, as well as the um, similarities of individuals that are represented in those specific areas, um, as outlined in the map, and also the consideration for the incumbency of existing officials that are in office. Actually, let me say thank you um, for, for the group. Um, I, you know, it's not lost on me at what just happened here, because you know, I don't know if you guys, you and the audience feel the stress, but we feel the stress of trying to take in everyone's concerns and meet everyone's concerns. That's why the council, I think, took great pains in picking a committee, making sure it was diverse, making sure everybody's interest uh, was at least heard, and so forth and so on. And so, 
it is not an easy decision. I studied this for the weekend, and you, you're right. You can play with the software, and you can change it six ways from Sunday. As soon as you pop something out on one, I mean, it is clearly the what's that physics riddle about? You know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. No matter where you cut it, something else changes. And so, trying to take all of the considerations and doing it, it there isn't, there really is no perfect map. But we're going to get close. But I want to thank you, uh, as as the chair of the committee for what you just did. Uh, you deserve some credit, I think. Thank Thanks. you. Member, Member Hans. Well, in addition to that, thank you. I ha now that you've withdrawn your map, I was going to tell you I have a secret name for your map. It's the, gu <laughs> it's the Guitar Hero map. <laughs> and as we all try to play rock band, we know how hard it is to do this. So I always thought, you know, obviously there are challenges to doing this, and splitting neighborhoods isn't what we want to do, but I thought you would enjoy that. I appreciate that. I enjoyed it. <laughs> member uh, Bowler? No, no comment. Uh, member Plekamal? Well, then, um, with that, I just want to say thank you again. And, um, and with your permission, I'd make a friendly amendment to the motion on the floor to include this with the uh, maps to be removed from consideration. That's fine. Um, who's the original maker of the motion? I forgot. Would you accept that friendly amendment? Cause I accept it. Okay. There's a second. There's, yeah, yes. Thank you. Okay. So as I understand it, it's been we have no more speaker slips. It's been, it's been moved and seconded to eliminate all of the maps for further consideration to go forward to council, not to eliminate them from going to council, but from this committee recommending them to council as one of the maps to consider, along with all of the orange, along with map number 12. Mm -hmm. That motion has been seconded. Um, all in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Those opposed, are there any abstentions? The ayes have it. We now have 19 maps left, I believe. Mm -hmm. I thought we were going to have 20, but we have 19, thanks to that friendly consideration. Okay, members, um, where I do make, we want to go from here? Could I make a motion that we discuss and eliminate the other yellow maps? Um, it's been moved and seconded that we discuss eliminating map um, 11 and 34, uh, and there's a second. Comments, questions from committee members? Hearing none. It's been moved and seconded. All in favor? We have, do you have comments from the public on that? No. We're moving number 34 and number 11. Can you see number 34? Yes, you may. All in favor, please signify by saying aye. aye. Any opposed? Any abstentions? We've eliminated the 11, 12, well, 12 is already eliminated, 11 and 34. By my count, it should be down to 17. Yes. I would like to make an additional motion that we discuss and remove the green ones, since we're on a roll. I'd like to. Okay. Okay. Is there a second for that motion? 
Okay, it's been moved and seconded that we eliminate the areas of the green. That would be map 6, map 16, and map 30. Discussion. Mr. Bowler. Um, for your consideration, Steve, I, I think we've moved much further than I thought we'd move tonight to 17. And I think we're moving very close because all of us did a lot of homework over the, uh, the last few weeks for individually probably deciding which maps that we personally represent and we can start talking in a positive vein on which one we think should move forward and the reasons why. I'm not sure we'll be prepared to have that discussion tonight because it might take some additional work, but, but for your consideration, I'd recommend that we move to the next phase where each 13 of us uh, now start to look at which ones we favor and we come prepared to talk with the remaining, including the green, remaining on the table until the next meeting. So it, it moves to a different stage that each person is able to, with all the work we've done, to represent which particular maps we think best represent our thinking on moving forward as one of the three or four. Again, it's not the perfect one. So a thought for your consideration? Yes, other debate. Member Perry, were you? Oh, I'm sorry. Member Hans. I guess I'd like to explain why I recommend that we continue this whittling process. Um, we still have a lot of maps, even when you take away the green. There seemed to be consensus among some of the committee members about those. And we have another 25 minutes scheduled to do work. So if we just close up shop now, I think that um, it would do a disservice. We can look at these maps, and some of them do things, you know, when we only have 10 votes, we start to pick and choose. But it's clear that there are a lot of imperfect maps still on this list, and I think we could take them one by one, look at them, either talk about them or not talk about them. But I still think we're not at a point to talk about the top. I think there are still a lot of maps that do injustice and disservice to the neighborhoods and the people who come to testify. I think we still have to whittle before we understand exactly uh, where we're going to achieve consensus. Because if we try to achieve consensus from the top, I think that might be a harder thing for us to do. That's just my perspective. Having looked at all these maps over and over and over again, other, other comments? Members? Mr. Chair, um, I, I oppose the motion. I think that the fact that there's only four members who dislike these greens means that uh, a significant number of the members didn't dislike the greens, at least didn't dislike them enough to put them in the top ten. Um, I think the fact that uh, we've talked about over and over that we can make adjustments to these maps and, and uh, correct some of the challenges that have either been raised by the people who came in to testify or, in our own mind, the improvements in the maps. Um, I think it restricts us unduly, and I think that I have no problems about defending any of those maps in six or 16 or 30, I'd rather have them on the table for discussion before we uh, take a position. So I'm, I'm just saying yeah. 
I don't agree with the wholesale elimination of these um, these green maps that only had four people opposing them. I, I just don't think that's a reflective of the notion that there ought to be a full discussion. Um, it's, it's, it doesn't. Four is not a, anywhere near a significant portion of the committee. So the I, I don't agree with that. We have the opportunity to have the discussion. Okay. We can put the map up, talk about it. Um, I think that a lot of them are consistent with the ones we've eliminated, these, these next couple. Okay. So I don't see a, a reason why it's a challenge. Okay, hang on. <clears throat> I'm going to go Member Wallace, then Member Shaw, then Member Bowler, I believe, and then Member Mottman. So let's let's start. I mean, this is the debate we want to have. So let, let's let's have it. Let's be respectful, but let's have it. Um, I think that um, really good consensus emerged from our process from this past week. We eliminated. We went home. We looked at the maps, and we came to pretty good consensus on nine. And then we added more. And I think if we continue this process, we may find that that consensus continues to emerge, and we get closer and closer to the top of everybody's list. And those maps that do that, given that everyone has different perspectives, will probably um, do the best job of satisfying everybody's um, concerns and priorities rather than arguing on the merits of all of these. Like we have, I think we have far too many maps still to review. And I think that given that everybody here is very thoughtful and very knowledgeable um, and can weigh different um, competing priorities that the, the sticking points will emerge better from an elimination process than from starting from the top. So do you support the motion? Which was the motion? The motion to eliminate the green. To talk about them one by one. Well, I mean, you don't have to say until you vote if you don't want, but I, I, I right. guess I, I took your comments to mean you do support the motion and maybe I misinterpreted I could support so. the motion, but I almost would prefer that we go back and do this one more time. Yeah. Okay. So. Which means you're not supporting the motion. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I, 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 I will, I will, um, I'm open to other discussion, but I think eliminating five more maps on our own could be an effective way to approach this. Okay. Um, Member Shaw. Uh, thank you. I, and I'm actually going very respectfully going to um, push back a little bit on my friend Member Camp's comments, and I think a little bit on Member Wallace's as well, in that although there's only four people that selected these maps as one of their worst, one, as in their mind, one of the, the, the bottom ten, that doesn't necessarily mean that the others are in other committee members are in favor of them. It, it, it doesn't mean like this is the way the vote would go. So I personally am in favor of, of eliminating the, the green ones. I welcome any discussion about a theme that exists in any of those three individual maps from Member Camp, Member Wallace, or, or, or anyone else um, about why, I'm welcome to, to hearing why we should keep them, but I, I think that it's, I think, there's, I think there's a consensus. It's not just, it's not four against ten. I, I think there's a, a consensus here. Thank you. And I think it was Member Boland and Member Martin. Well, well let, me, let me go with Member Martin. I think you've, and if you want to speak again, uh, Bernard, I certainly recognize you. Uh, I'm going to vote to uh, eliminate those as well, and my reason would be uh, in support of what uh, Committee Member Shaw said, because it's not that, it's not, with all due respect to you, sir, it's not that it was the 
bottom ten. It wasn't the, the, those four just didn't make the bottom ten this round. And I think anything we do to eliminate some of this discussion, so we can get to some of the maps that most of us like, then we can do that pairing. I think that unless unless someone wants to defend those particular three, those are my comments. Thank you, Member Motman. Do I have Member Bullock? Uh, no, my thought is actually from a whole different perspective. Uh, I think we've done a very good job with the last week's assignment, looking at 27, 28, and getting it down to whatever we have it down to now. I think we know enough and have heard enough that we can turn, instead of negative, go positive on which ones we each individually like. There might be a consensus that out of that, there could be four or five or six that come out of that. I don't think it's going to be all 17. But it changes the nature of the discussion, and then each person or a group of individuals who like the same one would then start talking about how it believes best fits our ch the charter that they see. So it's, it's not eliminating, it's going positive, which one do you want? And I'm not sure we're prepared to do that tonight. I'm not looking for a delay. We can start if we want to, but I think it's, it is a difference. We all left the weekend thinking the worst. We had a consensus pretty much on that as by the color code. Now with what's remaining and the discussion, that's putting our head on a little differently. But it's time to stop saying what I want to eliminate is which one do I want. And if each one of us, 13, were asked to pick one, and I don't know out of that how many we would get. Clearly we're going to get fewer than 17, which we have remaining. We're down to 13 by definition. And in all likelihood, we might be down to 7 or 8 when you're looking at that fashion. So it's a, it's a totally different look, but it's a look for justifying and going through the analysis on the themes and the maps as well as our districts and everything else, which we can talk about, which gets into neighborhoods and it gets into a lot of things, which, to be honest with you, I was prepared to go to that level of detail tonight because it, it, I need to start defending, which I have no problems with my colleagues here, but it's a different discussion. Second, I, don't, I think we'll find ourselves with fewer than 13, is my guess, just judging from the heads and, and, and the work we've done. So... I don't think it's going to stop us, but I think it puts a different shift. Mr. Chair, I would make that as a subcute motion. You know, we pick each person on the committee, pick a map they like. Well, let, let me, and let, that may, may well, in fact, winter down much quickly, more quickly. It still leaves people a choice about whether they want to pick one of those out of the green, but it gets us moving further in terms of not denying a member of the committee a chance to select one. Bill, let me, let me ask you to do this, because I, I haven't weighed in, and I, I wanted to have everybody weigh in before I weighed in, because I, I like very much something that Member Bowler just said, but at the same time, I'm a supporter of the motion. Let me tell you why. Um, I, I, too, am very pleased that we made as much progress as we made. But as you chair, please um, give me the privilege of pushing you forward to trying to get to a decision looking at the calendar. We have a meeting on the 20th. We have a meeting on the 27th. I am hoping that on July 6th, after we all come back from celebrating this great nation's uh, inaugural, um, that we will simply be talking about what 
the report to um, the council should look like. In other words, maybe I'm wrong, but, um, maybe I'm naive, but I'm hoping that on the 6th, particularly after we've celebrated, you know, our, our nation's anniversary, that we will simply be saying, what, what do we want to say collectively to the council? Which means that by the 27th, we have to know that pretty clear. I, I definitely support the idea, and if there's a motion to that effect, uh, I anticipate that I would support it, that the next assignment not be the exact same as the last assignment, as is, tell me what your, you know, don't do David Letterman and tell me your top ten things that are worse, but now tell me the top ones you like. But I would like to see the other green ones eliminated before we do that, because then we get into the white, if you look on this map, and that gives us what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, was it 14? Thanks for counting them. 14 maps that remain. <clears throat> and then consider a motion uh, after we deal, dispense with this motion, either either eliminate the green or not eliminate them. I mean, I'm, I can live with and will live with whatever this committee decides. But then we have 14, and then we do go to the assignment, and I do like very much what Member Bowler is talking about is we start the discussion in a positive vein instead of the other way. So the next homework assignment, if you will, if the committee supports that motion is give me your top five or give me your top ten or whatever it is. Um, that, that's kind of where I am. And I see uh, Member Carrillo, who almost never gets to say anything. <laughs> She's waving at me. Um, well, I would like to say that I'm also in support of eliminating the uh, green. Um, I think, you know, we've received uh, some testimony specific to uh, Map 30 today that I think it's very compelling in terms of um, furthering the discussion. Um, I guess because we have asked some of the members of the community to come back with us with more input and further justification than information about what are some of the priorities in terms of the maps that they uh, outlined for us as priorities or they said had problems with. I don't know if uh, moving to provide the best 10 maps next for the next meeting is fair enough. I think we could probably do that after next week's meeting, um, and I don't have a map or a calendar here to, with the dates, but I think I would like to give the audience um, and the public and communities to get back to us with a lot more input on some of the maps that they have um, have indicated. Um, but I think that at least for today moving forward, um, we don't necessarily um, lose out on any information by removing um, map 6, 16, and 30. Um, so I would just hope that maybe we can have that homework assigned um, for, uh, you know, two weeks from now, I guess it would be, just to be able to get more input. Well, I think it's next week, actually. Um, the 20th is a week from today, isn't it? Am I miscounting my calendar days? Yeah, 20th is a week from today. Um, <clears throat> two, um, two things. One. Again, we're talking about a motion that's not even been made yet, but I, I would think that if we're going to turn this around the way Member Bowler is suggesting, that the assignment wouldn't necessarily be your top ten, but maybe your top five or something to that effect, because we have to start wheeling these maps down. We do, which is why I'm supporting the idea of 
getting rid of, um, and I, I noticed that when you indicated that uh, you heard some testimony tonight about MAP 30. I actually marked on my sheet that for the next cut, assuming that we would be cutting as opposed to spinning it the other way and, and saying what we like, I marked down, make sure I cut 30 from my, from my based on the testimony I heard. So I'm, I'm already ready to individually vote to cut MAP 30 personally. So that's why I'm saying for me, um, uh, eliminating the, the three in the green, I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable with Michelle. Mr. Chair, I had a clarification for you. Did you say that there wasn't a valid motion? Because I thought that Steve had made the motion. Oh, no, there's a motion on the floor. Oh, okay. Absolutely. And I was going to, when the time came, I want to give everybody a chance for input. I was going to repeat the motion and then give Bill the opportunity to make the substitute motion if he so chooses. The substitute motion passes. We're doing something different. The substitute motion fails. Then we have to, as I understand it, uh, Madam Clerk, then we would, then we would uh, vote on the actual motion. Can we just call the question on the we, Greens? For a point of order, right if I may, we have a substitute motion on the floor made by Bill Camp without a second. So either it's withdrawn or we get a second for further discussion so that we vote that substitute motion up or down, and then we would go to the original motion. So, so right now the, the substitute motion does not have a second. Correct. Okay. May I? Good. So you're seconding the substitute motion made by Bill Camp? Yes. Okay. Yes, and, and so, so it has a second. Now, Member Porter. So relative to that substitute motion, um, it seems to me that at this point today, tonight, that seems to be somewhat incongruent with the comments of Mr. Bowler relative to being able to pull back, get all the information necessary, and be able to make the arguments. It seems that if tonight we are to have dialogue on what our top ten is, which is, as I understand, the motion to be, if not correct me, the substitute motion. No, the substitute motion was that people pick the one they like the best. Right. And, so, and I mean, so, not, not the ones, but to pick right. the map that they, so, they, they, they that, that was the, in my so, understanding, making the motion. Okay. So, but for next week's meeting. Yeah. But he said his motion is one. Yeah, not ten. Right. Oh. Did each so, member of the committee say, oh, give us the map you like right. the best and we can discuss those? So uh, I guess the question that I have is to the logic of that motion. Prior to that, the motion that Member Hansen made was to eliminate these three particular individuals. It seems that, as Member Shaw mentioned, there may be consensus relative to that, even though it's not reflected in this particular matrix. Um, as Chair Cherry said, trying to move the body forward to get to a point where there is our fewer maps so that we can have that particular discussion. It seems at this point to try and constrain what the body is going to do next week just seems a bit premature, but there is the substitute motion, there is a second for that motion. Um, I, I will say that I'm willing to vote for the motion that Mr. Hansen made. I'm not willing to vote for the substitute motion. That it seems to me one of the principal responsibilities that this body has has been to continually move forward and attempt to address these issues. This is the first time since we've met in our entirety to be able to have those particular discussions. The, the final comment that I would make is um, to Ms. Carrillo, I, I don't agree that providing an additional week is going to be that beneficial. I think Chair Cherry points out very clearly that we have basically three more um, meetings. Basically to, two. two. Essentially two more meetings to conclude with this. 
the public has, um, I've always been an advocate for the public having as much opportunity to comment, and we have seen that. We came from a point where being very concerned as a body as to whether there would be appropriate public comment, and it turned into 39 maps and more emails than I can handle to read at one point in time. And so I'm very happy that that has happened. I think that in order to move this forward, it seems that if people want to send emails to staff that are distributed to the body for consideration and made available to the public, that is the appropriate way to go rather than to slow down or impede what I we I guess do. I should clarify what I was referring to is that I, I personally do not feel prepared to provide my top five or ten or two or one map next week. So I would actually prefer if we can continue on with the process that we just went through, whether it's the bottom five or bottom three or another bottom ten, in order to move that forward. Um, just because I think that um, there is still opportunities for us to continue to review, have these discussions. And so, um, but it's not, I, I didn't mean to sound as though I was wanting to extend it. I, I fully agree that we need to uh, keep moving on this. So it was more in reference of um, providing a top maps, which I personally at this point still cannot make a decision of my top one, five, or ten. Mr. Chair, can I thank, respond? Thank you, to point thank you, you Chair. The uh, um, excuse yes. me, Mr. Camp. The I think that what we're doing is um, it's not substance, just process. Is that we are convoluting a, a lot of different issues into one motion. Um, so I there's a clear yes or no that we can vote on eliminating the green maps. I've heard some push, you know, some back and forth, but. I think let's just get that out of the way, and then let's talk about the process for next week. So I move that we substitute the motion. Hang on just a second. Hang on a second. We ha hang on one second. We have a motion on the floor. That motion was seconded. We have a substitute motion on the floor. That motion has a second, which is allows us to have discussion. We must vote on the substitute motion, and I'm, I'm waiting we for the clerk or the attorney to tell me that I'm wrong. Can't substitute another one? Hang, hang on a second. You, you probably can. I'm just hoping you won't. <laughs> uh, that we get that motion decided. What, what I, I'm in agreement with you, by the way. And let me just say this to my friend Bill Camp. Bill, if your motion is that next week we come back, that every member come back with their number one pick, I absolutely am supportive of that. I think these two things don't conflict with one another. I just think that we've gotten, our, I'm with Shaw, that we've gotten our motions sort of out of sort. There's, you could eliminate these three. If you made, then made a motion that everybody come back with their top one next week, I would absolutely support that motion. Uh, or their top three, or whatever it is um, that, that we're going to have. Uh, and I agree, again, with Mr. Bowler's methodology and philosophy that we start talking about these in a positive vein as opposed to which ones we would eliminate. So I'm supportive of both of those concepts. I just don't think that the two conflict necessarily with one another. And, you know, but, but the, the rules of order and the procedure says that we must now take a vote on the substitute motion. That's where I am. Member Perry didn't get a chance to speak, and then Member Fry. I'm in support of Member Hansen's um, motion to eliminate the green. I don't have a preference whether or not we come back next week with our bottom five, our top three, or whatever. If we're asked to 
bring our top three, then I'm anxious to know how we'll communicate the modifications that we'd like of our top three. I, thank you for reminding me of that. I wanted to yeah. say that. I forgot. So, yeah. I would like to know how we – I would like to talk about the process of communicating the modifications okay. for the maps that we like the most. Hold, hold that for one second. I want to talk about that as well. Member Fry. Uh, ditto. I, I'm, she said exactly what I would have said. I do agree that uh, Bernard's approach is a good one. And I would hope that we're not going to come back with ten more recommendations each. That concerns me. The way I the way I envision handling this, and again, I'm trying to get us all to bring out the best in us to make this convince us how to do it. The way I had envisioned it is that we, if everybody came back with their top pick, but with the modification you wanted to see on it, uh, that's going to take a little bit more homework. And it may be a lot. My staff's looking at me like, you've got to be out of your mind. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm out of my mind, but most of the time I'm not. Uh, you, or whether it's your top three with the modification, wh whatever it turns out to be, um, again, in supporting the idea of both Bill Camp and Bernard Bowler, with, because we do have, because, again, I said, first of all, if you look at the map, it's pretty clear there's only two maps on this page that got no votes to be eliminated. So let's all recognize that. Map 9. And map 35 got zero votes on the elimination process. So somebody likes those maps. I'll tell you, I like map 9 and map 35, but I don't like them the way they are. I wouldn't be prepared today to vote for, I mean, clearly if we've been looking at this stuff over the weekend, in order to do our bottom cut, you had to start, it was pretty easy to formulate what you didn't like, but you had to start at least thinking about what you might like. And so, you know, if we got, again, to 14 maps, that's halfway home. And if we want to, if then there's a motion to, to come up with a methodology for next week that flips the coin and says we're going to come back with the maps we like as opposed to the ones we don't, and whether it's top one, top three, whatever the case might be, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all supportive of that. Mr. Chair. Member Camp. Um, the problem I have with the notion of constraint is one of those maps would be one that I would pick. I think it can be adjustments made. I think map 30 can be, we can, we can take care of the East Sacramento people. I think we can make other adjustments. I think it's very clear it's a good map to work from in my mind. But what I hear the motion has been to eliminate my opportunity to do that. I don't think, I don't think the motion does that, Bill. Well, if you come back next week with map 30 with your modification to it, I think it gets considered. Well, I didn't understand the motion being that. If that's an understanding of the maker of the motion and second, then that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. What I heard them saying is we want to eliminate those maps 6, 16, and 30. Map 30 is the one I'd want to talk about. And if you're saying, well, we're not going to be able to talk about that, which is what I thought the motion was, then I'll object. I mean, I, 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 I think that we deserve the right, and, and I appreciate the East Sacramento people. I think they made a good point. We ought to adjust it to respond to that. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, if, that way, if we're going to adjust it to respond to that, then why eliminate it from us being able to talk about it? I don't get it. Can, can we call the question? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Member Motman was, he's been, um, uh, Bill, you wanted, he's been quiet and, and played by the rules. I got to call on him. Actually, in the interest of moving things along, I'll just defer to Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't guarantee that will move things along, but I appreciate that, Bill, uh, with the chair's indulgence. 
Go, go right um, ahead. So th there's a couple of things. First of all, um, Mr. Camp, I don't think that that is the motion, and with all due respect to the chair, I think what it is is the three that are in green, we're going to discuss and vote on those. The, the issue, though, as uh, the chair has stated previously, that if there are elements within that particular map that we want to bring back and discuss, as with any of the maps that we've chosen to remove from, from consideration, we can do that. One of the things that I note is that we've had two communities um, come up uh, tonight and, and articulate their interest. And so we had the ESAC community that said, hey, there are six maps out there um, that we think are really bad because they fragment our area. You know, they're not um, in consideration of our area. And we had the Latino community come up and show that there are eight maps that we really like. I mean, looking at the 14, you know, that's more than half of the maps that would be under consideration that at least one group says, yeah, we're comfortable, or at least we like those. Um, and I think by eliminating these item number 30, you address one of the issues that uh, ESAC had a concern with that. So again, um, I think that there's a secondary motion on the floor with a second, and to reiterate Member Hansen, I would call the question. Okay, because I want Bill to get full consideration. I, you know, Could, I popped off and says, hang on a second, that you know, that this doesn't prevent him from bringing map 30 back with a tweak that he may like. I still feel I'm correct in that. I, Can either our attorney or staff or someone weigh in on the fact that is that, is that assumption I made an accurate one? Because I don't, I don't know that the, that the motion, as I understand the motion now, it is to eliminate the ones of the green for further consideration. But if we're going to be just saying come back next week with your top whatever it is, that you could resurrect one in the orange if you wanted to and, and, and change it. Um, that's, that was my understanding. The other thing is I would support the idea, Bill, of getting rid of 6 and 16 and keeping 30 so that you can bring it back if that's what you, if that'll move the process. That, that's one more map than I wanted to go home with, but I, you know, I'm a compromiser. What can I say? I'm a giver. As, as the maker of the motion, I would like to contribute for a second. I don't think that because we've taken a map out, that we can bring it back. So if we make a decision as a body, it's relevant, but none of the taking map 30 since it's been called out, it does not reflect most of what the community has told us. In the north part, it cracks the Latino community. It does not keep Valley View Acres with North Natomas. It cuts Tahoe Park. It um, does a series of other things that are contrary to what the community has told us. And I think because of that, it should go. Um, and I'm willing to go through on the other two maps and give the same analysis. And we can talk about why they don't work, but we've debated a lot. And I think it's time just to vote on the motions and move on, because next week we do have to figure out what we're going to do. But that's a separate discussion. I don't see why we're having the two discussions at the same time as if they're interdependent. They're not interdependent. And I, I think I, think I, I said I, that. I firmly believe uh, and agree with uh, Member uh, Liel Carrillo that to continue working from the bottom is a way that we can hone in on those themes. We have to start also probably making decisions. Do we want maps? Do we want to see a final recommendation of the council that keeps Valley View Acres with North Thomas? Do we want to see a recommendation to the council that keeps neighborhoods like East Sac Hole, Oak Park Hole? 
And I don't think any of these maps will get us Yes, there. yes, and yes. And so if we make a series of policy decisions over time, we will have accumulated the recommendation to the council and have maps that show those recommendations that have been submitted by the public, and maybe the staff will be able to make one that's sort of the the, the miracle map, somebody <laughs> called it earlier, um, that, that can do all those things at the same time and make coffee. <laughs> so, Steve, the point is, you're saying we can come back and make changes in maps. We all agree to that. But I don't want you to use map 14 or map 30, in this case, to make changes. Well, why do you want to deny me the chance to come back with a, with a reformulated map 30 that responds to East Sacramento, responds to the Latino community? I don't understand why you're keeping me from talking about that. That doesn't make sense. You're talking I mean, about it right not now. A, it's not a consensus-building approach. If you're saying... Okay. If you want to come back and make adjustments, and we can discuss whether those are satisfactory, then we'll do that. But, but to say my, my, the purpose of your motion is to deny me the chance to come back and talk about how I would change that, that's wrong. We did not give that same consideration to any of the other maps we've cut. I think we've tried to learn from them. But to do this for you would be to show special consideration that we have not shown to the public. And I think as the members of the committee, we're supposed to be more independent than that. We're here to serve them, not ourselves. And I think that if we do this for you but haven't done it for other people, we will have failed in our charge from the council and we will have failed the public. We're here to serve the whole public, not one or two people at testify, Steve. N nor ourselves. We're not here to serve, nor serve the whole public. I think we should have the vote and okay. move on. Okay, gentlemen, we we've, have your poli, po, opposing positions. I, I will just go on record and say I do not support taking away Bill's right to bring that map back and look at it if procedurally we can do that. I think our attorney wants to weigh in. Well, I think you had earlier asked the question, what, what's the effect of the motion and prohibit it from, from bringing it back? But that, as I understand it, that's the very intent of Mr. Hansen's motion, and that was the ground rules that the committee had laid out for its earlier motion was the elimination of that map from consideration. So in, in effect, it would, for that particular map, that's the motion of the body. So it, it does constrict the body unless someone next week does a motion for reconsideration to resurrect that map. So to be consistent with the rules of parliamentary procedure, it would preclude further discussion of that map. Although not necessarily the concepts with it or, or anything like that that would that would educate other maps that, that might uh, take, um, that may take some cues from that map. But that map in and of itself would be, as this body would by the motion, eliminate from further consideration. Is that the purpose of the second of the motion? I understand that's Steve's purpose. Does the second agree with that interpretation? Well, I don't think it's the issue of agreeing. I think that's the purpose of the motion. No, it's clear. But if in other words, I was wrong. If the second of the motion doesn't agree with that interpretation, then they may decide they want to withdraw the second. For point of clarification, the seconder of the motion allows for discussion, and in the vote, if that person does not agree with the motion that was made, they can vote no. So just because you second the motion does not mean it's an affirmative vote. Yeah, I, I don't support the idea of not giving Bill a chance to try to defend that map if he wants to. So I, 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 I was originally, I wanted to support the motion to eliminate the ones in the green, but I, I would not uh, I would not do that to another member. If he wants to come back and discuss that map, then, then I, would, I would live with it. So I, I suppose we're ready to take a vote. So there's a motion on the floor. We'll do a roll call vote? Yes, to eliminate. What are we voting on? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. There's a motion on the floor to eliminate the maps in the green from consideration. That motion has been seconded. 
There is a substitute motion on the floor that, Bill, would you repeat, did he, you would make her the substitute motion? Was that we asked next week that people come forward with their preferences about which maps we ought to consider and defend the changes that they would make in those maps in order to satisfy what they feel is the best approach. And it's not continuing in terms of the elimination, but go into the positive direction. I thought that was a sense of what Bernard had expressed. And that's the, my purpose was to allow us to have that conversation next week where people come forward and say, here's a way in which I would propose that we make these adjustments and here's a map that I think would meet that. People could talk about that and right. probe Thanks. each other. And, and we'd still have another week to have a real conversation about what, what, what we would hope would be some consensus. Mr. Chair. Hang on, hang on a second. I, I wanted to let him finish his. I'm sorry, I just asked the clerk what the motion was because it's not the motion that I recall. I, I didn't recall it to be the motion either. I, what you explained I thought was broader than my understanding. Exactly. Well, Bernard seconded it. I thought that was a sense of Bernard's second. It was. I'm not convinced. <laughs> uh, I'd like if you can re read the motion again for us. The a motion second. that I, I second it in order to move forward for the discussion. Exactly. Yes. Because I support any member here having the right to talk about which plan is best after listening. And I don't support limiting anyone's ability to do that. Uh, and also, I wasn't trying to slow the process down. In fact, I think it will accelerate the process if next week we come back with individually which one we favor to move forward. Because I think we're going to find some consensus versus, uh, and then we move from that time down to whatever number we choose to move toward. So that was the reason for supporting it and giving the dialogue that we changed from the elimination to a positive. That's the reason why I second it. Mr. Camp's motion, as recorded when it was made and, and ultimately later seconded by Mr. Bowler, was that each, it was very short and simple, each member picked their favorite, and it, didn't, it wasn't plural, for discussion to bring back to next week's meeting. That was the okay. extent of the motion. Yes. Okay. Did you say a question? Oh, yes. No. So that so now we know what the substitute motion is. It's been seconded. We must first vote on that. The motion was just okay. repeated to us by our clerk, that each member come next week with the map that they like the most. Okay. So now the roll call vote. Roman Porter. No. Bill Camp. Yes. Cyril Shaw. Aye. Steve Hansen. No. Bill Mottmans. No. Bernard Bowler? Yes. Sandra Fry Lucas? Yes. Steve Maviglio is absent. Miranda Perry? No. Phil Pluckabum? Aye. Maya Wallace? No. Nadia Leal Carrillo? No. Michelle Rubicava? I don't think I understand. I'm sorry. If I vote. Yes. Does that preclude us from eliminating these green? No. Nothing. This motion said nothing about the green maps whatsoever. What I believe, what I interpret the motion to mean is that if you vote yes, then we are to come back next week with only one map basically for consideration by the entire body. So if we had, say, four maps that we thought were in the top, tier of the 14 or 17 that we would have, we would not be able to bring those four maps forward. 
we'd only be able to bring one map forward because as the clerk said, okay. it was favorite, not plural. No. Okay, in our chair, Joe Cherry. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three. The motion fails, uh, seven to six. Okay, and so now then we have to vote on the main motion to eliminate. We have discussion on the main motion. I thought we already did. Uh, the discussion's closed. Well, we had discussions of the substitute motion. Is it, we talked the about clerk both. can interpret whether or not there's an opportunity to discuss the main motion. Well, the, the second, oh, the, the substitute oh, motion oh, has oh, failed. I understand. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a personal privilege of speaking on the main motion. Go, go right ahead. Well, we've been able to operate pretty much by consensus. This was not a consensus vote. And I just think that uh, the, the, the will of the... The, the breaking apart of some effort to build consensus is a mistake. And I, I think that the, the intent of the, of the body who said, listen, I don't like that approach, we ought to come up with something that, that allows all the members to feel like they've at least got some chance to have their point of view expressed. I, 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 don't, I don't think it's good for the community. I don't think it's good for, for the city to have... Uh, that kind of division. I, mean, I don't agree with. Thank you. Let's substitute a roll call vote, please. Okay, this is the original motion. Uh, it was to eliminate Matt 6, 16, and 30. Roll call vote. Roman Porter? Aye. Bill Camp? No. Cyril Shaw? Aye. Steve Hansen? Aye. Bill Motmans? Aye. Bernard Bowler? No. Sandra Fry Lucas? No. Steve Maviglio is absent. Miranda Perry? Yes. Phil Pluckabum? No. Maya Wallace? Yes. Nadia Leo Carrillo? Yes. Michelle Rubucava? No. And our chair, Joe Cherry? No. This one passes seven to six. Madam Clerk. The resolution specifically provides that an action by the bodies do require eight votes. Well, Mr. Chair, like though we lost the one hang, member, hang on, hang is that on, correct? Sir. So it fails because we didn't get the eight votes. So that motion fails as well. That's correct. So both because motions we have failed. All our members present. <coughs> I'd like to make another motion. Okay, hang, hang on a second. I'm, I'm, I'm going to recognize you first. Hang on. Let me. Let me clarify for the public what happened. We're talking over each other, and I'm going to recognize uh, Michelle Rubicava first. We originally had 15 members of this committee. We lost a member who had to resign for personal reasons. We have a, a one member missing tonight. The um, number of votes it requires to move something is eight still, correct? The math, my math is right. Eight is a majority of 15. So both of those motions fail because we did not receive eight votes on either of them. So we're essentially back to square one. And I have um, a motion is about to be made by the co-chair. I'd like to move to eliminate maps 6 and 16. Second. second. It's been moved and seconded to eliminate maps 6 and 16. Do we need a roll call vote on this? All in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Map 6 and 16 have been removed for consideration. Okay. Um, Mr. Chair? 
Yes. I, I thought ahead. I heard an uh, opportunity in the committee to talk about maybe a larger number of top, maybe top three or top five, and I looked to Member Porter. What, what would be an appropriate number? I, I don't think there's any I think, on Hang on a second. I think he asked me a reporter. Right. Thank, thank you, Mayor Bum. I, I think definitely looking at we have 15 maps. It seems that if we are, um, as a body, which I'm not sure if we are yet or not, um, inclined to move forward with Mr. Bowler's suggestion of identifying the top rather than the bottom, it would seem appropriate to me that we at least take in the top third of the remaining. So I would say that would be the top five. I think that would give us good consensus, a good uh, place to start with having some substantive dialogue. But I would question um, the body whether or not moving with the top as opposed to the bottom is the approach that they want to uh, adopt. So in the continuation of the discussion that we had last week, I'll offer the same compromise that um, we take the bottom five, which is what I believe Member Fry Lucas suggested, and the top five, which is I think what you just suggested, uh, and, and every committee member bring their both top and bottom five back for next week. And I would second that motion. So to clarify, every member, and we again we do this by email to staff, to be done by not later than, was noon today acceptable? By not later than noon, but I want to make sure I clarify for the public and for myself what it is we're doing. Each member would identify for staff our top of the remaining 15 maps that are left, are there 15? The top five that we think should be given further consideration to be recommended to council, and the bottom five that we think should not be given further consideration for council. And, Bernard, you, you, you haven't commented. I assume that you're okay with that. Yes. Under the speak now, but ever hold your peace. Yes, I am. Rubric. Yes. Okay. So does that mean we could come in and make a recommendations about how to change one of these maps that's in the top five that we, you know, that, that we want to make amendments to that map when we submit it? Um, certainly that's one of the principal challenges of picking these maps. And I, when I'm making my choices, I'm not necessarily making the choice based on the map as it is. I'm thinking about the map as it could be. Um, but so I would have a chance to share with other people, here's the way I would do this map, so that when we consider before we vote, we know, right. you know, did you take care of East Sacramento or did you deal with the problem raised by the Latino community so that people know. We're not leaving. So your idea of 1 or 14 or 8 might be different than my idea of 1 or 14 or 8, but that we both like it and can look at it as a, as a launching pad for discussion, I think, is, a, is where we're trying to get to so that in the next phase of, of this committee's work we can um, kind of you know, winnow the field down a little bit and, and have a, a focused discussion around um, massaging and refining a few maps. Yeah, at some point in time, we're going to have to talk about our differences. Mm -hmm. But it's, but what I'm looking for is a chance so that we know what each other thinks, mm -hmm. so we can figure out. Let's not make it complicated in terms of figuring out how to reach some as much of a consensus as we can reach. No, because Lord knows it's not complicated. <laughs> so just for... No, just, for what, I, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to do is to find out if you've got one of your top five, I'd like to know what it is. It might be mine. So just for but clarity... But I don't know what it is if we're going to wait till we walk in next week and vote on eliminating the bottom five or considering the top five. But when I haven't seen the changes and the adjustments and the 
the thoughts that you've got about how you would amend it. I, I'm interested in knowing it. So you, I, I think you weren't here last week, but um, the conversation I had with Member Hansen kind of a, a, across the um, room here was that uh, it's a lot easier to work from the bottom up. And there was another discussion um, at the same time top, about working for the, from the top down. And I made this compromise a suggestion then, so I'm making it again tonight to work from both directions towards the middle. I think it's very easy for all of us, like we've already done tonight, to say we all agree these uh, bottom, I think, 12 um, just weren't satisfactory and aren't worth much further discussion. Certainly there are concepts and ideas represented in, the, in them that we will want to carry forward. Um, it, I agree with you entirely. The intent of my motion uh, is to create a launching pad for us to have discussion. When we come into the room uh, next Monday, I would like to have a, a similar matrix that shows our top fives, and then we can have that conversation. This is why I thought this was my top five. I'd like to hear from you why you thought the end. And I think we'll find a, a real, um, I, I think we'll start to find the, the But are you gel. including in your motion and the notion that you may have, any of us may have adjustments that we would make oh, yeah. in a map. Absolutely. And it might, in fact, change somebody's attitude. So it's not that we come in having already decided whether this is an acceptable map or not, when, in fact, somebody says, listen, here's sure. the way I would change this map. And that, in fact, may change people's point of view about the map. Absolutely. Right. I'm sorry. Bill, let me say this. I, I think that we need, if, if I understand the motion correctly, and I think your concerns will be addressed, we need to pick the top five and the bottom five, as they are, but then be able to say that of these five we pick, I would change them in this way, whether that happens next week or the following week, because next week, I mean, folks, we've got to get down to the point where we've got two or three maps that we can say. And again, I don't have a map on here that's, that's ready, not the miracle maps not here in my eyes. The ones I like need work. But I think I need to have to work with these maps that were submitted by the public. We have to give them consideration. But I do think that we, have an, uh, we do have enough time if we don't bog down to do just what you said. But I still want to say, these, you know, whether you because the maps I want to eliminate or the ones I like, these maps don't make the cut. These maps do, and let's talk about how we can improve them to maybe where we could come up with a consensus. And, I, and Roman Porter had an idea. I, I, I'm sorry, thank you. Um, so, part of what is driving this is obviously the the um, time frame that we have, and we have three more meetings before we have to submit to the uh, city council. And it seems that if next week we're coming up with the top five, bottom five, we'll be able to go through this again. And anybody who thought just identifying these was going to be easy was just wrong, right, because of the dialogue that we've had today. So I think next week we're going to continue to have that dialogue, but we're going to narrow it down to probably maybe five or seven that are left for consideration. And then it seems that the following week is that week to do, is, as you expressed, uh, Member Camp, is to be able to come back and say, hey, here's how I've ranked those top five or seven or three or whatever they end up being and, and articulate why you think that is the appropriate map for the body to consider. Because then we're all going to get to the point where the last couple of weeks would be very easy. This will be where the difficult part comes in. And so that's why I seconded the motion, because I think we're all a bunch of smart people here. But I cannot determine with 15 maps what the most appropriate one should be to present to the council, and I don't think others can. And so coming to the top five, bottom five, next week we have this type of dialogue, and then hopefully with the um, 
uh, principles that we've developed through this period of time will get us to a point where the following week we can come back to a much more narrow list um, to do as Chair Cherry suggested for that final week, discuss how should that report look and what elements should be remained. So I think the fact that we're up here indicates we're actually not that smart about <laughs> how we got here. Uh, Member Member Perry. Um, I'd like to bring up again how we're going to communicate the modifications we like for our top maps. I think verbally discussing the modifications that you like on a map is going to be very arbitrary because of the numbers and all that. You know, if you're going to say, oh, well, I'd move the line down that way, how do you know how that's affecting the population? So I'd like to discuss how we're going to communicate the modifications for the maps that we like best. I'm comfortable in the tools, so can I go in and mod make modifications to the maps I like the most and say this is the map I like with the modifications I've made. So let's discuss the process for, just for communicating our modifications for the maps that we like. That's a great point, and I, and I want to do that. Let me uh, recognize Member Hanson, and, and then we'll have that discussion. I feel like we're on a boat, and somebody got into the captain's room and turned the wheel without the passengers knowing it. There is, we have a duty to make this process legitimate, objective, and to take the feedback we've received from the public into consideration in a public way. I have a real problem with starting from the top saying, I like a map, because just because I like a map doesn't mean it serves the people out here and the people who are watching us and the people that we have a job to do um, for in the city of, the, uh, of Sacramento. If we work from the bottom, I'm fine with that, but I think at the end of the day, in 2001, the council did a similar, they got feedback from the community, got four maps that the staff worked really hard to put together, and they threw them all out because they didn't listen to, because ultimately uh, it wasn't as legitimate a process as they, maybe they wanted it to be. If this process isn't legitimate, we're wasting our time. And I have a problem with saying we're going to take um, the map that um, member camp likes or any other member and we're going to make modifications to that because that's what he likes. I think it's a, uh, it's a backwards process that doesn't serve the public, and I cannot support a process that does not serve the public. We have heard testimony from a variety of communities that feel strongly about how they should be treated and how they should be respected. If we refuse to respect them because we want to do our own thing, then that is uh, something that I cannot support. But also... I think that we need to find a way to objectively lay out our work plan for the remaining meetings so we know where we're going. We have done this ad hoc meeting by meeting, and we keep changing the rules as we go. We change the rules for the public. We change the rules for the committee members. And I think it ends up changing the end product in a way that is not fair nor transparent. So if we're going to go on this path, I want to know as a committee member, what the next step after that is and what the next step after that is. Because if we keep changing it to serve the parochial interests of different members, I have a problem with it. Steve, with, with all, with, hang on. No, no. With all due respect, I could not disagree with you more. Okay? Now, I do want to get to where Member Perry is talking about what the process is going to be with the procedure for doing it. That's what I think we've tried to do. Nobody has done anything to bend the rules or to disrespect the public. Not, I've not seen that out of anybody. Because somebody is passionate or more passionate or less passionate doesn't mean that they have an ulterior motive or they're doing something to disrespect the public or not trying to follow the process. I have not seen that at all. 
Now, it is going to be tough to make this decision, but we're going to make it, and we're going to make it as a group. And that's why we have a motion on the floor, and that's why we'll have a vote up or down, just like we just had two other tough motions that we voted up or down that, that both failed. But I, I couldn't disagree with your um, sort of sweeping allegations that somehow there's something sinister going on up here and we've done something to, to disrespect or to, to hide an agenda or whatever it is. Uh, you, I, I mean, I just could not disagree with you more. And, and, I, and I don't know why it is you think that, but I, I, I don't think the colleagues share that, at least I hope not. And if they do, then we've been in a process that, that I was not here for, because that's not what I've heard or seen. Member Rubicalva. I just wanted to address Steve's comments as well. I, I know, I think I understand why you're saying what you said, because you feel very strongly that MAP 30 doesn't represent some interests that we've heard. But at the same time, someone from our community, the city of Sacramento, submitted MAP 30 as their view of what the city of Sacramento should look like. We've taken in comments and testimony from various groups and some might be, and some, you know, collaborate, the Latino and the East Sacramento communities today. There wasn't any discrepancy on the maps that they put forward. But that's not to say that all communities are going to see one map the same way. And I don't think that there's, I hope no one feels that I've disrespected the community or have moved my own agenda. I'm trying to take in what we hear every day or every week here and apply it to the maps that we have before us. Um, and I just thought that your comments were not appropriate or accurate. Mr. Chair, let me just make it simple. I think you're wrong, Steve. I have no ulterior motive, and it's not my purpose. And it's not the reason in which I come and participate in this committee, and I felt like your comments were out of line. And I regret that, but they were out of line. Yes, Member Carrillo. I also just wanted to um, mention that I think, you know, it's, it's part of the process which is difficult for all of us to make the decisions we need to make on various maps and all of their uh, different shapes and forms and trying to intake all of the information that the community is providing to us. And I think that... Um, you know, just for purposes of, of moving forward, I think we have to um, treat the process as one that is okay to have that flexibility and to have that modification of um, where the committee feels we should be moving forward. I just don't want, you know, there to be a reflection among the public that somehow, because some members do disagree with some of the motions that are being put forward, that that somehow is a um, interplay of the politics between each of the groups or representation of the various um, groups and communities that we all personally want to represent and want to do a good job of doing that. So um, as a member who did vote um, for two of the maps that were in the uh, green, I just want to make sure that um, my um, choices moving forward are not being mis mis uh, misrepresented or um, being seen as an attack of, of any kind because I think this is why we're all here. This is why we're volunteering our time, and I think that um, we have the opportunity to move forward with the process that we all see fit, and if it changes or if it has to be modified, that's okay too, as long as we're moving forward. 
Okay, let me let me support Roman. Go ahead. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, just to uh, take a step back and maybe there's still a motion on the floor. Just get, get back to the motion um, that is on the floor. Um, I, I'd like to articulate what I believe it to be, uh, as Mr. Pluckenbaum uh, put it forth and as I seconded it. Um, so this is merely to list the top five and the bottom five in the same venue that we did previously. This is not to provide necessarily modifications to those maps, although in the debate, obviously, we can talk about why we think a particular map could be more readily modified than others. Um, I think it's important that we recognize, though, that it is identifying those criteria that make it in the top or the bottom to facilitate the issue that Member Perry raised, which is how do we deal with those modifications? Because I think that discussion of modifications is going to be um, take longer. It's going to be more difficult to have that particular conversation. But I think that is a time and place left to the following um, meeting so that this upcoming meeting would be top five, bottom five. The following meeting after that would be discussing the modifications. I think that we could agendize at the chair's pleasure um, identifying next week what those criterion are that we would use to determine how we look at the modifications. So it doesn't seem as arbitrary, but there is a little bit more um, detail into that. But I think that that will help to facilitate this dialogue um, and hopefully take some of the emotion out of it, let us take a step back. Um, but again, as I understand the motion that was presented that I seconded, it was to identify the top five, the bottom five, as Chair Cherry said, to provide that information to staff by noon um, the Monday of the meeting next week. And then we would look at the matrix and have this good, robust dialogue again and um, move forward from there. And, and I, I agree with all your comments, but I also want to support Member Perry because I, I feel kind of like she does. We need to, and, and maybe I'm going to ask staff for a suggestion. Perhaps they have one, perhaps they don't. You know, mentioned that you're comfortable with the software. Um, I'm not the greatest software manipulator, but I'm somewhat comfortable with it. I think that we could, because the other thing is I don't want to lose time. Let, I mean, let's suppose, let's suppose, as, as my colleague Bernard Bola would say, let's suppose in a positive way. Let's suppose we, next week it became painfully obvious which one were our top three. And yet we would all be saying, I think, or most of us would be saying, there are top three but. So what, what, what Member Perry is saying is, I want to know what the but is. How do I show it at a meeting publicly so that folk can see it? And is it viable? And, and, right. And so the question is, if members play with the software and bring, do we bring a copy of the map that we think would, would that the map that we, in other words, you pick your five, that you like, I think it's, I mean, it's pretty simple. The ones that you're going to discard, you're not going to necessarily modify them. But the ones that you like, are you prepared to verbally articulate what modifications you'd like to see and bring that back at the final meeting? Or are we, is it better to be in a position to actually show graphically so that the public can see? Because people are going to want to know. I mean, that, you know, we, I mean, they're, look at them. They can't wait to know. 
they're going to want to know exactly where you're drawing that line because it moves somebody, right? You know, um, how, how do we do that in a public process? I mean, this is sausage making. We knew that when we signed up. So, okay, let's get a hold our nose and make the sausage. Well, <clears throat> I don't know, but let's. I, I'll throw some ideas out there. I think that Please. it's going to be if you. I, I would not suggest that if you have a top ten and a bottom. I mean, a top five and a bottom five that each individual member try to comment on modifications to you know either their top five or, or any we're because there's 15 members we're going to have 15 times five variations and it's just going to be impossible to bring those together I think in any kind of co coherent way and I think it would be hard for the public to understand what's going on so I think that between one and three maps should be identified by this body or something like that some very small number of maps and that individual members could then make comment through the tool or through other means um, and provide those to the commu community. Because even if we had, say, three maps, we've got times 15 or 14 members, that's still a lot of possible variations, and that would be very difficult, I think, for staff and or the public or the members to be able to digest. So in order to make sure that we're clear and that people are able to communicate their ideas clearly, I think we need to whittle it down to the very smallest number that's possible and then have modifications suggested through the body and then publish those. So, and again, we have a very short period of time, so the publication process is gonna be difficult. Let me, let me try and see if I can clarify my question. I, I agree with what you said. I think what Member Perry's feeling and what I'm feeling is, so we come back next week and we have the, the, the debate of, okay, um, you have this sheet and there's an orange thing again and it's the bottom five and there's a consensus. So it's an easy motion, it's seconded, boom, we got rid of those five. Now we have ten maps left, okay? However, if we've identified the top five, then perhaps some others get eliminated because they didn't make the top or the bottom, they're by definition they're eliminated. When we get there is where I think Member Perry is concerned and where I'm concerned is how do we because what I mean what I would like what I'm what I'm hoping that we're able to do as a body is to get to the point where we can have a majority vote on one or two or perhaps three maps that we can recommend to the council. And my sense is that those maps are not on here exactly as they exist mm -hmm. right now. So what we're talking about is how do, you know, overlaying the Brown Act and all that stuff, um, how do we sort of come to a consensus on the maps that we're going to take a vote on and get our one, two, and three out of this body in a consensus that have the tweaks that would, that would get enough votes to get to one, two, and three? How do we physically do that? is what she's asking and what I'm asking. Well, unfortunately, there's no clear answer. That's the, <laughs> that's the truth. And I think that because, um, you know, until the tool can help facilitate that, but we do have to be careful of, you know, communication outside of the body. So the, the information can be provided to staff and staff can bring it back to this body for communication. But you know, the, the tool does facilitate some communication among members. It could. But it, it, I think it would, we, we're going to run into Brown Act problems. 
potentially. So when we get down to a certain number of maps, it's possible that the, that the body can provide individual comments on how they would like to see those modified by using the tool and creating a modification and then staff and the staff would redraw staff would redraw them based on our direction. I would prefer that the well. It would be very hard for staff to redraw all the variations. So it would be better if the members went in and made the modification. The the five that come to the top, or the two, or the one, will be made available. <laughs> that chance. Yeah. <laughs> will be made available on the tool. I mean, they're all available on the tool right now. Any individual member can go in and then cut. Save that as a different name, sure. make modifications to it, tell staff that they've done that, and then staff can go through the process with the clerk to publish that for the public. And then we can come back here and have a conversation about it, about those modifications. But again, you know, we've got, even if we get it down to a small number, we've got a lot of members and a lot of potential variation. And So I'm starting to feel like Roman is correct. That's for the following meeting. It seems like if we get through... Let me ask a question on. if I can before you reach closure. I'm not reaching any closure. I'd, I'd like to be. But, no, I mean, it sounds like... I, I mean, I heard what Roman said as well. If, if we get to five or less in the next round, and it's clear that neither one of those are the map we think is perfect, then our job is going to be then submit, take these five maps and submit the one you think works with the tweaks. Correct? And that would be for the 27th, but by then that's the meeting where we ought to have pretty darn close to be to consensus. And I, and I see how you, I see the look on your face, I have the same feeling in my tummy <laughs> about being able to get that done on time. Because I promise Fry Lucas said we would have this done, and I'm going to stick to my. I, <laughs> I knew she'd remind me. <laughs> Ms. Chair, can I ask well, one question? Let, let me let her respond, and then, and then Bill, and then Roman. Go ahead. So the, that's one option: is to have individuals make comments and provide them to staff. And the other, there's there are other options too, which is that we could, in the course, this is going to be difficult. Let me say that before I even say what it is. But it's possible that we could, in the course of the meeting next week, mm -hmm. if we can identify the top candidates that we want to work on, actually with staff in this chamber, make modifications and vote on those modifications based on themes or whatever criteria and try to move forward. That's going to be hard, yeah. but it's possible. So I guess my question to make of the motion is that instead of doing five, would it be easier to move in that direction if we did the top three? Yes. What's your thoughts about that? I'd, I'd be willing to uh, – I'm getting heads shaking at me. <laughs> Let's have a little discussion on that then. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually going to go in the opposite direction. Is that what it seemed – Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, but here's the reason why the math, the math works out, right, is that if we're in this situation where we're saying top five, bottom five, we've got 15 left, right, that we're dealing with. And so if we do an 8-7 split, however, which way, I don't care which way people want to go, but I think that will allow, as Member Camp has articulated, 
the ability for everybody to have full consideration of all of the maps, right, because they're all being placed out there ranked in some manner, will be able to drop out of that, the top seven or top eight. And I think then what we have to do at the next meeting is identify out of that upper strata, we're going to say what are the top three or four out of that or what are the top five out of that to be able to move forward so that we narrow it down to the top three at that third meeting. Um, I, I, I appreciate staff's comment relative to um, providing the opportunity to at that next meeting dialogue and work on the map and try and address those things, but I think that we're just not there yet. I mean, it just, it just doesn't seem like with 15 maps, we're going to be at the next meeting at a point where we're going to be able to recommend. I, I, I would just warn this body that if we are not down to five maps by the next meeting, we are not going to make it and we are obligated under the under the mandate that was given to us by the city council to make a choice. And I, I would strongly, I'm strongly supporting um, Member Plackenberg's motion. I don't want to go in the other direction. I, I would have probably supported the motion if he said bring the top three, because we really have to get down to what we're going to recommend to the city council. And and I and I, I appreciate your attempt to sort of help us come to consensus, but I don't, I don't think loosening the noose around our neck is going to help us come to consensus. It'll just make us buy a bigger shirt. Right. If I may, Mr. Chair, the, the, the one other thing that I would speak to, and this is to um, Member Lil Carrillo's comments earlier, um, is it seems that if we are able to get to five next meeting, right, top five, bottom five, after that dialogue, we come up with five maps. It seems that that's the appropriate point then to say, hey, community members, here are the five maps. Give us all the information that you have on these, right? Let us know during the intervening week what the concerns and issues are, where did we fail, where did we do well, so that at that meeting two weeks from now, we can sit down and hash it out. We can come to the table and say, out of the top five maps, here are my top three and why, and articulate that, and have the public come and articulate why those top three maps are their most important maps. And I, I think that's the way that we're going to get to a point where. Let me just say that based on what happened between last meeting and this meeting, I have absolutely no fear that the public is going to let us know what they think <laughs> about what happened and the cuts that were made based on the email yeah. traffic that we've gotten. So I don't, I don't think that's an issue. I think if when we, when we leave next week, if we have the top five maps that survive this process, we're going to get a lot of input as to why they're right, wrong, or indifferent. Member Fry, Member oh, Lucas Fry. Yes, I was just wondering, um, I know Scott uh, did a um, comparison of maps for the public. I was just wondering when we give him the top five, bottom five, however this shakes out, I kind of think five is too many. However, if he's able to also give us the trends that may um, emerge from what we do in that vote, because there will be trends. Correct. What do you think, Scott? So in essence, what I'd be doing is out of the top five, be identifying here are the commonalities each of these five maps has the following things in common, or here are the distinctions between those maps. 
and then the committee could identify, given these distinctions, this is what's important to us. Mm -hmm. And you say, for example, we want Valley View Acres to be part of North Atomas. We want East Sac to be intact. You could then provide those themes to us, and we could then modify your top three or five accordingly. And, and I would hope you would not be opposed or concerned about looking at those five and saying, by the way, this just violated this principle or that principle or otherwise. In other words, I'm, I'm not that sensitive, staff. If you looked at that as a, as a planner and as somebody who's been studying this and doing this as a profession to say, if that's the map you want, great, but it doesn't appear, it appears that you missed something on this one. I, I would have no problem with that, even if it's a map that I submitted. Um, and, I, and I've seen nodding in the affirmative from my colleagues, so I assume that you, you have license to, not that you didn't know that, you have license to do that. Go ahead, Maria. So, yeah, I think we certainly can do that, but time, we need time. If you want us to do analysis and in any kind of thorough way, we need to have those decisions made as soon as possible. So just that you have consciousness of that. So, for example, if we get a bottom ten and a bottom and a or a bottom five and a top five by Monday at noon, then there's no time. That's just you know that's just ticking off the numbers. So I know I know not, I know you're not asking for that specifically, but I'm just saying that if any analysis needs to be done, then we would need to know that up front, and then we would also need to be able to, to publish that to the public. So any time that we need to do those type of analyses, we need to have time. Scott has raised, he has a very positive uh, well, I just wanted to hear off of uh, Maria's comments. Last time we had, we waited until Monday because there was still a great deal of information coming from staff. You needed to view the staff reports. At this point, I think you've got all the information staff has to give you, and that our work will come after you make your next selection. So I would urge that you provide your choices to staff much sooner than, than Monday uh, in order to provide us, you know, let's say, you know, by Wednesday, to provide us a couple of days to do that analysis and bring that to you on Monday. As in day after tomorrow, Wednesday? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Chair. Uh, whomever. Uh, member, important in membership. Thank you. Uh, just a question of staff and and um, obviously not trying to hold up the train that we have here, but the, the key question is um, if we're providing the top five and bottom five and then part of this type of dialogue that we've had is to hammer out our issues, right? Would it be most appropriate, and I ask this of the body as well, would, would it be most appropriate for you to have that analysis with the top five, bottom five, or would it be more after that dialogue takes place? Because it seems to me what would be most informative is if we do the process that we already did, give us the week, the rest of the week, to dialogue with the community, to think among, you know, with, with a Well, the, the issue that I'm articulating is that whether it's a week or not really doesn't matter because we're not going to meet until this time next week. So, so the issue is more a question of staff. Do you think it benefits the process if you were providing to us, here are the common themes of the top five, 
and again recognizing that it may be the top ten, right? We already had this conversation today. Just because it's not in the bottom five or the top five doesn't mean it's not something that's important to you. It seems that if we um, identify the top five, bottom five, have this debate as a body like we did tonight, then come up with hopefully, let's say, five or fewer, then staff can take a look at that and say, here are the common themes, here are where the problems are, here is everything that has been addressed in issues where it needs to be addressed. Then we take whatever time's left of that week you know, that took you to put that together. We can have dialogue with the public. We can think about it, internalize it ourselves. And when we come back to a meeting two weeks from now, then we have all that data and we're talking about five or fewer maps. Well, there is one thing that I want to point out is that the, um, the meeting after the 27th is not until July 6th. That gives us an extra day, I guess. It's not a week exactly. And staff's looking at me, look, I used to work for the city. They like to have a Fourth of July vacation holiday as well and deserve it. Um, but, I, I mean, I think, the, I think I'm hearing consensus. We haven't taken a vote, obviously. But I think the question is timing. Uh, I, I can just tell you from commitment of my schedule, I'm not sure I could provide you. How, I could probably provide you with my top five tonight. I'm not sure how much analysis I could give you between now and Wednesday. But I could probably tell you my top five. I think that what Roman just summarized is fine. We don't need to get the bottom five, top five until Monday. That's fine with staff because we're just going to do the summary and we're going to come up with a chart that looks a lot like this, but we'll have something on the top two. Um, and uh, and that, that's fine. But I think once, you know, if, if out of the next meeting that we have, you know, we have to have <laughs> essentially a small number of maps that we can actually, you know, that we can do some analysis on in terms of themes and bring and have that for the next meeting, that that should be sufficient. So as the, as the school principal, we're going to hold you after class next week if you don't come back with the th themes when you pick your top five <laughs> maps as they fall out. Member Shaw. Thank you, Chair, and um, I, I want to support strongly uh, the spirit of, of what, you, what you said about moving forward and how, what little time we have. Um, and I just want to you know, remind my, I'm reminding myself and all of us that while not diminishing the importance of the duty we are charged, we're an advisory committee, and the council is going to take our advice, consider it, and, and come come up with a final product. So, if it gets if we have to get it down to three, whether we pick five or ten or one, doesn't matter. If we have to get it down to three by the end of next meeting in order to get things moving forward, and in that process, my favorite map is eliminated, then I'm going to be. I'll, um, a, I'll be upset, but then B, I'll be scrambling to make sure that some sort of narrative is included um, with one of the, the map that's closest to, the, to what my favorite was. So I'm, I'm not afraid of getting down to three maps by the end of the next meeting, and I think that that should be a commitment. I know it's not part of the motion, but I think that should be um, a, a commitment from all of us. I, I agree with you, and I think those are very constructive and helpful comments. I feel the same way. Are we ready to take the motion? Okay. As I understand it, the motion on the floor is by noon on Monday, and we do mean high noon, not 12.01, before noon. We are to submit 
by email to staff our top, our bottom five that we would like to eliminate and our top five, and really by definition, our top five maps. Um, and that's the motion, and it's been seconded. And all in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Though all opposed, are there any abstentions? The ayes have it. Thank you. Thank you very much. <clears throat> that I believe that concludes. Did we, did we have? We didn't have any speakers on. More speakers on item five. Yeah, okay. Okay. We have um, public comments on matters not on the agenda. Now I'm get, Are we getting the speaker slip? Okay. It, go ahead. Is this a matter not on the agenda? Yeah, not on the agenda, but okay. but it, it came about because as, as the more I look at at, at the um, at the um, what are you calling this rubric? The matrix. Matrix. The more confusing I get because as a member of the African American Leadership Coalition, which really sat down with a variety of groups and continues to, uh, I oh, appreciate members. We all know your name, but I need you to Dar state I'm it sorry, for the Darryl record. Roberts. I Thank thought you. I said it to start off with. Excuse me, Mr. Chair. Uh, Daryl Roberts, representing African American Leadership Coalition. Um, as we spoke earlier, I, I heard Member Shaw mention uh, Daryl, and he didn't say it quite to me in that manner, but whether or not we were interested in, you know, sitting and, and discussing changes as they pertain to East Sacramento. I found that to be acceptable and, and, and willing to talk. But what I don't find, and I, and I wasn't sure how Member Perry's concerns were, were going to be addressed, was how that, how we were to talk to you. Or we simply to pick up the phone and talk to you about the concerns that I heard each of you mention as it pertained to the Latino community or the East Sac community. Um, I just want to make sure that, that whatever I do is correct. By email, by phone call, by um, visit, through, but through staff. Got it. Through staff. Just yeah. want to make sure I do it correctly. But absolutely. That we do it correctly. Okay. Thank you. And Member Hanson, I appreciate your passion. I realize that, you know, that I've been in a position you've been in, so I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. So, Mr. Chair, let me just make sure I understand what the, this, this not crossing the line about the Brown Act. As long as everybody's communicating through the staff, we don't have a Brown Act problem. Well, as long as we're communicating through the staff and not communicating with each other outside of these chambers. Right. <laughs> so I'm just saying if... if certainly not I, more than I think I'm seven of us or eight of us. Just to restate Daryl's point, which was if he talks to me or I talk to him and then he talks to five other members, is he the spoke in the wheel? And I think that's the point that I'm trying to get clear, is that it's a lot easier to avoid the spoke in the wheel if we're communicating with the staff and asking the public to instead of taking the risk that, you know, like I had the same problem everybody else did. I got these emails about the Latino districts, so I thought I had that off. Um, and that what I thought was happening was if I start communicating with somebody through an email, it goes out to everybody else in the committee, and I'm guilty of a Brown Act violation, but, this, but it wasn't me. It was the people that communicated with me who then passed whatever response. So I, I just want to make clear it's not helpful for us to go from us beyond the staff to the community if we're not going to make sure that they don't sit down and talk to the majority of the other members of the committee. Is that, re is that a I'm, fair statement? I'm a, I'm, I think Matt understands the question, and I think he knows the answer. Certainly you do not want to hit reply to all of those emails, and I hope no one did that today. I, I haven't seen those messages. But 
you shouldn't, certainly shouldn't be discouraged from talking to members of the public or communicating with the persons who communicate with you. Um, I, you know, I'd hate to think that anyone thinks that they can't engage in that process because certainly members of the public can come talk to you and individually meet with with each of you if they so choose. That's the member, the, the public certainly has that that right and um, uh, to come and speak with each of you. So I wouldn't suggest that you sequester yourself from those communications. But it, the danger is, for example, in the emails, just as you state, Mr. Camp, it's, it's the danger of sending out the reply all email uh, to that person and then starting getting engaged in that conversation. I mean, well, but what might be helpful is if you, if you simply acknowledge the email, understand that, and again, I, I don't have a problem with someone calling me. If someone wants to call my office, I'm listed, um, and talk to me, no different than when I was a planning commissioner, no different, some member of the public wants to communicate with me about a map or any other subject having to do with redistricting, I'm happy to, to have that conversation. There's, there's no um, prohibition of us doing that. The prohibition of us then me going talking to Bill and, and, and Roman and, and someone else, that's the prohibition. As, as I understand it, I think the council is saying um, you can send an email to staff or to all of us, preferably staff, and then so that they can kind of regulate it. But um, but we can't then Make have fun. have discussion about that. So we're saying just don't reply at all. Or you, they can email us directly as much, just like a lobbyist would go and talk to you know every single person on a on a board directly. Um, they can do that. I can't do that. that. That's a fair statement, Member Shaw. That, so the members of the public can certainly come and talk to you, and you can talk to members of the public. And the member that, that member can then go to meet with Mr. Shaw, and then and so on and so on. So that is not an issue. The issue is having the email that are issue here that I understand we're going around today. Um, the issue is I understand they were sent to all of you, and that's perfectly okay for a member of the public to send it to all of you simultaneously. There's nothing wrong with that. It only becomes a problem when you start replying to all, and then Member Shaw then replies to your email that includes all, and then we have this problem there. So it, just be wary of the reply all button. Like in all emails, be wary of the reply all button. <laughs> if some, but if, someone, if one of us had simply said, thank you for your input, when reply to all, that wouldn't have been a problem. It's when we then give substantive feedback to them, hit reply all, and now everybody knows what my feedback is, so I've essentially talked to all 14 members of the committee. That's the problem. The, Mr. Chair, one issue, and not to belabor the point, Matt, I'm sorry, there was one um, thing that you mentioned, Member Camp, which was um, relative to the spoke of the will not being a committee member but being a member of the public whereby I guess a member of the public comes and speaks to you and then speaks to seven other um, individuals. But just that dialogue, there's nothing wrong with that as long as the member of the public is not articulating the position of all the other members. So just to clarify. Yeah, that, and then they would spoke. Um, so did, uh, we, we did raise, we did offer um, comments on issues not on the agenda, correct? And we only had one. Nobody's running up to the podium. Can I get a motion to adjourn? Move. Uh, quick, quick comment. I wanted to do this last meeting. Happy birthday, Chair Cherry. He was here on his birthday a week ago until about 9 o'clock.
And uh, so thank, happy birthday. Thanks for your service. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. And that's the only interruption to a motion to adjourn that I would accept. <laughs> We're adjourned.